0: Welcome to Church Jams. Now the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music. I'm I feel really stilted. Deep where you got it. deep I, I had deep, it and then I got deep, it in my head that deep, I was doing deep. too. Deep. <laughs> welcome to Church deep Jams. Deep dive, now dive. Uh, Oh my god. Okay, we're like getting off on. We were doing so good before we started recording, and then we started recording, and I just lost my ever-loving mind. I think uh, it's welcome. Great. Well, thank you. Welcome to Church Jams. Now, the <laughs> podcast for three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage. With me, as always, is Mr. TJ Smith.
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: And, of course, our beautiful producer, Josh Olson. Hey, that was good. Guys, hush. Oh, come on, I was going to say, you just
2: need to do it one time, one time, one, one time.
0: One time, one time. Yeah, that's all you needed. Nice, Josh. Uh, that's good. Well done. Okay, hush. <laughs> okay, fine. We have a guest, guys. Woo! We have a guest. Uh, we have a return guest, I think our first yes. one, too. No, well, I don't know. I jo, well, Joe returned, uh, yeah. I guess Joe, Joe count Joe, <laughs> but Joe is a co host, it's
2: true. On his mm-hmm. return,
0: so I, I will say true. this is our first returning guest. Oh, what an honor! Uh, guys, we have Jonathan Hugendorn. How's it going?
3: What's going on, everybody? Not much. I did not have any idea i was the first returning guest that's quite an honor thank you yeah
0: yeah like i said just
2: we had, we have fine. A, yeah we have a lot of like caveats <laughs> there because we also like joe kind of was but also isn't and then we had the whole girl jams now thing there's no, so
0: no 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 this I'm is i'm, I'm calling it yeah, first yeah. return guest all right yes. cool uh we have not talked to you i mean we have but you have not been on the podcast since volume 16 Right, define the Great Line define by undero that, that feels ago. like forever ago.
3: That was a long yeah. time ago, but that was an immense amount of fun. So whenever you yeah. guys indicated you might have me back for for this one, I've been really stoked for a yeah. long time. So so oh, yeah.
0: then. You know, following up that massive hit of a record, uh, (laughs) what did you decide to bring us this time? (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah, so Josh asked me, you know, a year ago, like, what's one that you would really want to cover that's like a popular record and what's one that you would want to cover that might be a little bit more niche? I think the question was somewhere along those lines. So I brought up a couple, but foremost was Earth Suits Kaleidoscope Superior. Which, yes, no one's ever heard of outside of, like, this podcast and maybe a handful of other people that are, you know, 30 and above. <laughs> we're going to find out. <laughs> but <laughs> We're going to find out. Who knows?
0: That's very true.
1: But I knew, and I was excited about it. I Good. will
0: say, so, I don't know. I've, I've found on Twitter. So, Josh and I have been a lot more active on Twitter lately, and I feel like we found a community of people that are pretty like-minded. And I've seen multiple references... Of people like talking about loving this record yeah Sweet recently
2: and- someone gave us like a list of like ones they want to hear and this was on here and a couple different people replied to it, it was like
3: yes earth suit i was like wow really? Yeah, picked a good awesome. one hook like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. are, they, are they making a comeback is that what i'm hearing it's a one hit Maybe wonder. time for them to come Meet back
2: math is doing something or but like, yeah paul mean like paul never mind you and roy mitchell's <laughs> are doing something i think <laughs>
0: I don't okay. know, man. It might happen so. if if Josh's one man war to get Hawkboy on streaming is successful, <laughs> which it might be. Then round maybe two our, could be round two could be CJN brings, <laughs> a, brings an Earthsuit Earth re- reunion tour.
4: Yes,
0: <laughs> man, Let's that would it. be
3: powerful. Yeah, I, I hope there's a small <laughs> community of people out there that have as many memories about this record as I do, and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing if anybody responds to you guys once we get it out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you're in good company.
3: I want to hear
0: about it, uh, because, well, we'll get to it, but should we first do uh, some research from Josh? Do we want to do like a... tell the
1: people who don't know who the hell EarthSuit is, who the hell EarthSuit is.
0: I think that's a good... (laughs) Yeah. All
2: right, we can do that. We can do
0: that. Let's just start with that, and then we'll go, you know, into...
2: Yeah. Well, then I feel like we could do like a, a brief reintroduction of Hoog, but... Oh, that yeah. That'll be bad. fine. People go listen
0: know? to Volume okay. 16.
2: Okay, all right. That's <laughs> go listen, go <laughs> we listen to the past Hoog. episodes. We already right. we know him.
0: We know right. him. We love him. Who is quality. quality. All right. That's okay. all
1: people need to know. He's quality. Thank you. That's fine. Quality Well, let's,
2: let's get into it. So Earth Suit is originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Their career spanned from 1995 to 2003. Members for Earth Suit and for this record, which is kind of just the one record, spoilers, just the one Kind of, not really. But um, Adam LeClave was on vocals. Paul Meany is on vocals and Rhodes, Moog, B3, programming, sampling, lots of stuff. There's a lot of sampling in this band. Get ready for it. (laughs) Roy Mitchell is on bass, programming, and sampling, classical guitar, and additional guitars. Dave Rumsey is on electric and acoustic guitars. And David Hutch Hutchison Jr. is drums and percussion so okay. members of this band aren't very known for this band but they are known for another band if you would like to i'm sure everyone listening knows but what, band? Well, we'll honest. what could it be, sure. what could it be? <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm aware that a few members of earth suit uh went on to form mute math which spoiler alert i have almost no experience with whatsoever i don't know anything really about mute math. wow you, now yeah. this <laughs>
1: is surprising to me this is this is kind of a curveball
3: <laughs> yeah and, and not to go down the mute math rabbit hole but like they just came at a time when I was really getting into heavy music, um, and there was mm. a couple non-heavy bands that I was listening to, but the kind of like math rock, indie rock thing, it hadn't come around to me yet. And so when they really got popular, I just missed them completely. They just kind of bored me. I, I think I would okay. really like them if I went back to them today. So That's exactly how
0: I feel. I'm hmm. right there with you, Who okay. I'm not a big Mute Math guy. And I have, I have a Mute Math story, but I'm going to save it for our Mute Math episode. Uh, okay, so I don't I don't want to personally get into it too much, but this is just fascinating. Well,
1: but I do want to because it's relevant. I want to know who the biggest Mute Math fan is. Then you, because it's you. Well, but Josh, can, I mean,
2: let I the man speak. know hardly anything about me. I've I mean, never heard Josh Mute Math. I know more about, Mute about Mute them math. than I listen to them.
3: That surprises me actually. <laughs> like, <and> I thought <laughs> okay. Josh was going to know a bunch about them. Yeah, me. I thought you. Uh, at I least mean, I knew know a,
2: I know like, about them, but I just haven't really listened to them very much. All right. Well, I, I had so you as you like, definitely you.
1: First record, you know, familiar kind of people, and, and like, maybe that was it.
2: No, I mean, I know Vitals, Odd Soul. I know a lot of their, okay. like, catalog. I know about it, but I don't, like,
1: know it, know it. Got you. All right. Well, I guess I'm the guy. Yeah, but we're Who not talking about Mute Math today. We're talking about Earth Suit.
2: <laughs> Before there was Mute Math, there was Earth Suit. And, yeah, like Hook said, Paul and Roy went on to play in Mute Math, and then Adam and David went on to play in a band called Club of the Suns. Yes. Which I feel like I have to mention because I'm sure someone out there will be upset if I don't, but it doesn't look like they've really released a lot of music, so I almost didn't mention it. But if you're out there, the Club was of the Suns
0: feels like that could be like a Patreon episode. Definitely, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like there, there's not going to be enough interest for like a, a main feed episode, but potentially a Patreon
1: episode. Especially if Hoog, do you know any of this music? Club of the
3: Suns? Club of the Suns? No, I great. No, I don't. Perfect. So, so we'll have you back. <laughs> no, None he's an Earth suit purist. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't acknowledge no, you, Matt, any no descendants Club of, the Suns. of Earth suit. But you would <laughs> <And> for Patreon, <laughs> Patreon, right? Like, <laughs> uh, I will discuss the possibility of their existence <laughs> and then we'll decide right. whether I acknowledge right. it or not. All right, Perfect. we'll send you. We'll send That's you enough.
0: contracts later. That's <laughs> right. we'll, we'll work it out
3: with legal. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Perfect.
2: All right, so let's get into the record kaleidoscope superior was released june 20th of 2000 is 22 years old currently at the time of release and i actually did not plan this but this episode will release right around the time this record turns 23 nice so i think we may just have to i think it's like was going to release a day after so we may just have to like release early so it's on its (laughs) birthday but that was Completely <laughs> you're coincidental. Only, you're
0: literally the only person that cares that our podcast comes out the day that this <laughs> album turns 20. well People will be I was talking about make it. A, all the 10
1: Earth Suit fans me me joke, but I don't. I, it it felt oh, hard in my you head. You got it.
3: You got it. You can get <laughs> no, there. Come no, on. You can get there. You can no, get there. Come on. Earth
1: Suit's going to do a paternity test and it's going to turn out to be Paul Meany.
0: Okay. There you go. We did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. <laughs> that was yeah. bad.
0: Oh, we're leaving it in though. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I can still got a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was trying to, I was just trying to oh, okay, move this past That's the paternity okay. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I
2: appreciate it. Okay, moving I'm on. Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, this is their first proper album in their discography. They had two EPs prior. They have a second record that was released, I think just digital only. And it's not on streaming, but there is mm-hmm. a second record out there. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When it did it come out? 2003, and it was done independently. Oh, my goodness. So maybe it's a. Was it released it, on like a rear volume only? Cut? It may have been. <laughs> that I'm sounds right. Sure. It was I something s- like that. <laughs> I've seen like scans of it on Discog, so it existed in some physical form, one way or another, but this seemed like it was mostly online. I have no well, idea. Well, these days Relics. it is
3: so rare when you go to Spotify and there literally is only one credit on an artist profile yeah. but i did go there i did not listen to kaleidoscope superior but when you go to earth profile that is literally the only thing on their profile oh yeah they so don't recognize so. the follow-up album or anything else no That's singles fine. no releases just it's not even mentioned superior. not even wow. mentioned. No. wild i don't know where you can find it i haven't listened to it before
0: mm-hmm. but you can find mm. it like on youtube oh i bet really? you can find it there yeah. you go oh yeah but we're not, we're not covering that album. We're not covering kaleidoscope. Not not <laughs> kaleidoscope inferior. We're talking about kaleidoscope superior. <laughs> that's good. Uh, who, I'm so glad you're on. We just like, I don't know. I feel like we've uh, we got a different vibe when we're on with like old friends. That's true. As oh. opposed to like interviews and like yeah, man. I, I it's think, rock and roll. What do you want? That's right. It is. Rock what
3: do you and roll. want? What, do you, what want? do you want? I mean, I will say you know, whenever you guys have some of our old folks on from back in the day, I I get a little giddy too. You know, even (laughs) people that I haven't talked to since college, it's just really fun to hear them, you know, Bethany and and Joe and all those guys. So, yeah. So glad to be part of that crew.
1: Hell yeah, man. Yeah. We're just trying to create like a snow globe of a very specific (laughs) era of our lives. (laughs) You are
2: succeeding. (laughs) People Uh do like graduating class reunions we're just like let's just do a podcast
3: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah let's just see what kind of christian music bullshit everyone well because talk about like have this- <laughs> exactly <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so i know nothing about this band except that they had a song that i don't remember on the extreme days soundtrack yes <laughs> that's right it's definitely um, on there which i had but i don't remember what the song is I, I know nothing about this band.
2: Oh, wait, can I finish up one last thing of research?
0: Nope. Oh, okay. I'm moving okay. on. Yeah. It's really important. It's really important. Ahead. Okay. okay. No, well, just, if it's really important, then of it's course. really important because the <laughs>
2: producer for this record is someone by the name of David Leonard who has credits with little bands, uh, like Prince and the revolution, Toto, the outfield, John Cougar, Camp, rush. He, what? yeah, he has recorded by credits <laughs> on purple rain and a couple other Prince records. And he produced and mixed Stunt by the Bare Naked Ladies. So, oh my God. this is like before Ian we had Hill. Adrian Ballou, who is like obviously in Talking Heads and stuff. So, right. he was pretty big time, but I feel like this guy, those are some bigger time artists. Yeah. So, yeah, that's dude. who they got to produce this record
3: stacked credits. That's, that's, that's wild. that early 2000 CCM money. <laughs> it, yeah. It was on Sparrow, mm-hmm. which I found
2: very interesting. I feel oh, like really? this is a very
3: experimental
2: band for Sparrow to sign yeah. when they're like, Here's Michael W. Smith. Here's That's Earth
0: Like, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were trying to like get the alt audience with this one. I'm sure you they know? were. Yeah.
0: So, as a complete Earth suit neophyte, can someone explain to me, like, or at least give me some sort of sense of of genre of like what I'm getting into? Because I have I have an idea in my head, but I don't know. I don't think it's accurate. Mm-mm. So, I would love someone to. Tell me, what does Earth suit sound like?
1: Well, I'm going to point to Hoog to land the plane, but I'll say quickly, I think, like, experimental reggae electronic rock. (laughs) That's what I'm going to lead with. That's right up my alley. (laughs) Okay. Did you want to add more to that, TJ? (laughs) I, that's I'm gonna stop
3: there what else can you add to that i'm gonna I mean... let you add to that <laughs> yeah that's 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 pretty good I think they even bleed into a, on their heavier side like a little more new metal um i think Definitely. you throw them into that camp thank you yes and they were a part of this group in the early 2000s that i think it was like young evangelicals dealing with the millennium and like the possibility for like jesus coming back or like um y2k or something i don't know they they were preparing for like the 2000s and they were doing all this kind of matrixy new metal i love the church but i
0: just saw the matrix right It it is jesus and the matrix okay yeah okay that that honestly like vibes with what (laughs) i thought going into this so okay. okay that's good to know Jesus. The reggae thing, the reggae thing, is throwing me off a little bit.
1: I don't well, know how I feel about that. Do you not know the song, the one time song?
0: I probably if I hear it, but like I know can't it. off the top of my head. You're gonna know it. Is uh, that like, the one I that was on Extreme you. Days? Yes. If it was okay, I probably yeah. know it. But. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly heavy, heavy reggae influence for and, like a <laughs> for like a
1: Christian rock and song. rapping <laughs> and Matrix. Like it's gonna make sense. You're gonna hear it. And is be it? Like, oh. <laughs> This is what they said, yeah, yes okay, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm standing firm on that All right. you're gonna see Jesus in the Matrix. He's gonna okay. be offering you two pills. It's like and you're gonna if, take the Bob Marley pill.
2: if Bob Marley was like really into programming and sampling he's <laughs> right, like, okay, that's cool. it. I hate
1: that.
0: Awesome. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest, I absolutely hate that.
1: The idea of that is offensive to me. Okay, so with that, should we get into flopper bop predictions? Oh, because man,
2: we already there. Okay. No, right, I think I who can, huh? because who, didn't you like see them or something like that? I have like, seen them live. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell us okay, about that.
3: Forgive me. Let's get this. Well, do you want me to give you like a, just real quick, like my overview with Earth Suit? Because like it's. as long it's, as you want. Take your time. I have please. nothing to add. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take so, my time, please. Yes, I did see them live in 2001. I think wow. at Festival Con Dios in Albuquerque. Uh, so there was like this big traveling Christian music festival with like OC Supertones, Audio Adrenaline, Newsboys, Super Chick. That like that that crew, right? Um, Amazing. Your your podcast focus, basically, right? <laughs> Pretty much. None. And so my dad took me and my sister when we were you know little kids, basically. And when we walked into the show, EarthSuit was playing. So they were like two or three songs into their set. I already knew who they were. And it was like the loudest shit I have ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad, you know, he was awesome to take us to that show. And I don't know if he had a good time or not. Like, um, he was just like, I don't know what to do with this level of noise. Like we didn't bring earplugs. And it was just these, you know, obnoxious, like, four dudes on the stage just screaming into a mic and just playing music. This rowdy music. So they
0: dressed weird?
3: i imagine oh as yes, a band that like
0: has like production value to their stage show
3: they do I, I don't <laughs> i don't think they had any like money to put into production value per se but like but they'll wear they like had,
0: tin foil hats or some shit, right like that's i like would say
3: especially thinking. um adam the vocalist like he leaned into that look a lot where he would do the kind of like uh, he always wore these like big black sunglasses. Like they're old people sunglasses now, but at the time I think they more had like a Cyber 2000s look of yeah. uh, kind of the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, the Matrix, whatever. Um, and then the other guys were wearing like basically new metal stuff. So like right. camouflage parachute pants and like ripped up mesh shirts and like a bunch of piercings yes. and stuff. Big so they were boots. pretty wild looking bunch in like a church parking lot, right? Um <laughs> but for me, like they just filled this space and time in the early two thousands where like we had this uh, Christian music video station in Albuquerque that would just randomly play music videos over and over again. So it was like Skillet and, you know, Rebecca St. James and all that stuff. And then they would play one-time video by Earthsuit. And I don't know, something about that song, it was like one of the first heavy songs I ever listened to. So whenever I saw them live, that was literally the first heavy music I ever saw live. I mean, it went on to see a lot more, but as an 11-year-old or 10-year-old or whatever, I was like, this is way too loud, but there's something I love about this for sure. <laughs> yeah, It
1: was a formative moment for you on some yeah, level. Yeah,
3: I, I definitely think it was. And, you know, on top of that, I don't even know if I ever own the record, but just these songs were so pervasive in culture and they kind of fit in with, like, these other weird Cyber 2000s bands like Benjamin Gate, early Skillet Benjamin stuff, Gate. like a, Alien Youth, that kind of thing. I don't really know what that movement was in Christian culture, but I think it was really Christian interesting. Christian cyberpunk. I mean... Christian cyberpunk. <laughs>
0: I'm here for it. I do like a good cyberpunk aesthetic, man. Like a Windows ninety five cyberpunk aesthetic. I'm here, dude. For you are it, going so. to
3: love the video for one time. Then. okay, You're oh, yeah. all right, yeah. I remember that video. It's I'm wild. looking
2: at the album scans, and there's like they're just all standing there wearing like 3D glasses and like yep. looking uh, aloft. Like it's. I'm dude, gonna look up. I'm gonna. Look, I'm gonna look up pictures of it's a movie. look. Yeah, they got a look going for them. They did.
0: Yes. I mean, okay. It... I love this album art. I'll say that right off the bat, with the like model parts that are like people that mm-hmm. look metallic. It's funny. Right? The pixels. Like, oh yeah, dude, I'm all about this aesthetic. The reggae thing is still throwing me off. Yeah, I'm. N- I'm anxious about the reggae.
2: Just let it go, Kylan. Lean into I it. I
0: can't. I can't.
3: All right. <laughs> I wonder if that just comes from like their New Orleans roots or, or what? Oh, like, well, I, mean, I know that's not. Really, like a reggae town necessarily, but just kind of like the bluesy groove music. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a whole lot of bands from the scene that come out of that part of the country. So
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, just based on my knowledge of like what Paul did with Mute Math, like there's a lot of kind of reggae undertones in that stuff. So my guess would be that's coming from him and that's, and that has every bit to do with the kind of New Orleans influence.
0: I, I have a question
1: because, okay, I, I literally just Googled Earth suit. But, like, the nice. third
0: thing that popped up is this children's book <laughs> called Earth Suit. Oh, no. Learning to Love and Appreciate Our Bodies, A Wonderful Gift from God, (Parentheses) King's Kids Corner.
3: I don't like mm. this at all. I don't mm. like this. So, nope.
0: <laughs> well, so my question is, is Earth Suit a, is there some sort of, like, biblical or theological connection? Or did this lady just, like... Love Earth Suit and make a kids' book about She's loving been our waiting bodies. She for Earth Suit I like to like be
2: out of the public conscience enough. Yeah, where she can I like, do, well, oh, I can.
0: This was published in 2020.
1: <laughs> I like that you're introducing it as a binary. Like It's either it has <laughs> well, theological implications. I don't know. Or it just feels this lady that... <laughs> is a big Earth Suit fan. There's no other possibility for what's happening here. It couldn't just be a coincidence and like Google. I don't know, man. I mean well
0: specifically the fact that Earthsuit was a band on Sparrow Records was like ostensibly a Christian band. And then Earthsuit is just such a s like a specific thing. It's just like such a specific non-word that I feel like it is a little binary. <laughs> a I don't non-word.
1: know, man. I don't know. That's gotta go in the episode description. <laughs> Earth suit, a non-word. <laughs>
3: My understanding I mean, <laughs> is that it actually was a biblical reference in some way where they were, <laughs> listen, these kids were like 18, right? 19. So they were making a reference of, you know, we're not of this world. These are our, our earthly suits that we live in, but our true position is in heaven, right? I, I think they've said that multiple times. I remember that from way back and thinking that was really cool when I was yeah, 10. dude. And mid-90s? now I'm reading it. I'm,
1: that's edgy. Yeah,
3: that's like, cool. Look, it
1: makes sense. Little lump of clay.
3: That's almost (laughs) a little lump of of
0: clay is book two. Okay, I think Debbie L. Young is a huge, like, late 90s CCM fan. All right, Debbie, (laughs) if you're
1: out there and you're big on uh, reggae electronic rock, Bob Marley, that loves sampling. (laughs) If you're big on that, if you're out there and you're big on that, please come on our podcast. We'd love to. All right. To.
0: Yes. Debbie L. Young is going to be our next our next, interview. <laughs> our next artist interview. She's
3: going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah. I now think it is time to get into flopper bot predictions.
1: Okay. I just was so curious based on my uh, genre offering to you, Kylan, and your reaction. Like...
0: Based solely on what you told me, this is a stone cold flop. <laughs> All right, but a lot of people
1: based really on further like this context, record,
2: Kylan, like based a lot on of people context, are clamoring I, for this episode.
0: I don't know. Okay, so here's my thing. Here, here's my thing is I feel I, I feel like I talked about this recently too. Of like I have probably the most discrepancies between predictions and uh, final final verdicts. Are we surprised because, by this? Well, because I, I go in always so hopeful. You know what I mean? I just want mm. every record to be great. Mm. Um, and then I ultimately get disappointed and when they're not. And that's man. We, we love you for that. Yeah, but you know, I'm feeling a little more cynical today. <laughs> I can tell. Oh. So... <laughs>
1: The reggae I thing. He can't get over it.
0: I cannot. I cannot. <laughs>
1: you've officially alienated all our reggae fans out well, there. Well,
0: especially like white
1: guy <laughs> all three reggae. Of them.
0: White guy reggae is different. No, right? no you're
1: not wrong about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like white guy reggae is like. It's, it's got own, some problems. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to predict a flop. Okay. Well, first about off,
2: white guy reggae cyber fusion
0: and that, Christian. Th- th- those th- Even Here's better. the thing. I like all those words individually, but together, together, that's just like, that's like a peanut butter ramen salad. Just like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, when you put all those things together, it doesn't make them better. Earth suit, the peanut butter ramen salad band. Um, so I'm going in, I'm predicting a flop, but I think, I hope that's Okay. <clears throat>
3: We'll allow it's okay. it. It's okay. Okay, with me. thank you. Thank
2: you.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Didn't know I was supposed to affirm your flop rating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling weird about it because re- I'm giving it and everyone's just
1: before we I proceed. Know.
0: I don't know, man. Yeah. It's Not I think kid. I think it's I think it's gonna be a flop. But like okay. yeah. I don't know. I just I don't have the strength that TJ has. Like when we have guests on and TJ is like he's like pretty solid in his convictions of like yeah i don't think i'm gonna like this and i really respect that and i don't have that like the strength to be able to do that because i'm i don't know it's not that i'm well, just like a people pleaser but i'm just like i, I don't, no, but it, I don't know but it's all about qualifying
1: the, it it's all about right. contextualizing and i think you've done right. that i think okay. you've explained right. why for right. you personally you don't see this being a bot for you and yeah. i think we can all get behind that
0: Peanut butter ramen salad of a flop. <laughs> all right, who's
1: next? A weird combination. <laughs> I know, well, of...
0: this is why you all do not you shouldn't ask me to go
3: first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd really just set a cynical vibe in the room. <laughs> or
1: maybe this is why we should ask you to go first every time. Yeah. I just. I'll, don't in. worry. I'll juxtapose it with a hard bop. This is going to okay. be oh, hard for me. I love why, that.
0: Why do you think it's going to be a hard bop?
1: Uh, because I love Mute Math and I don't know this entire album, I'll be honest but I know most of it or maybe like 50 to 60% of it. And all of that, that I know I love.
0: Okay. Which is weird
1: because I'm not big on new metal and right. But you're big on white guy reggae. No, I'm not (laughs) either. I don't know what, I think I'm just big on Paul Meany, to be honest. I think I'm just like a big Paul Meany hit. Yeah. You're a Meany hit. I love that last name. Meany hit. Like,
2: can you imagine when he's a kid just being like, this is a Meany kid. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i am
0: i'm the meanie kid i'm a meanie kid yeah. um okay can i get a little bit of context josh how long is this record
2: it is 10 songs at 41 minutes and 32 seconds
0: oh shit it may be nice a bop, guys.
2: And, nice and brief you know
0: based on like only 10 songs based on minutes. length alone well we've been doing such long records man it's it true. might be a nice Dude, you guys
3: have like some of yeah. those records or songs have been slogs of yeah. It's true. It's true.
1: You're telling me, man. You're speaking for the people right now who
3: we appreciate you. <laughs> and I have no responsibility to finish them, so I don't. But I get as yeah. far as I can.
0: <laughs> Josh, what about you? Oh, let's save Josh for last. Who, oh, okay.
3: Well, so on the record length thing, like I'm, I'm squarely in your corner on this one, Kyle. And like anytime it gets over like 45 minutes and you guys do an episode, I want to like jump in the podcast and talk to you and be like, yes, this is too goddamn long. I don't want to listen to this whole thing. And it's going to be So I actually, while we were talking, I looked up the length of it so I could anticipate my bopper flap, and it was 40 some odd minutes. So I was like, okay, I'm in the clear. So, I mean, I have gone back and listened to, um, One time, many times uh, since I don't know the last ten years. Like I really like that song, actually, even though it's very dated, it's very new metal. Um, I think it's a really good song. It's got some really cool musical inflections. So I only remember a handful of songs off the rest of the record. So my predictions are going to be very going in blind. But I'm going to do a what? What do you guys call it? An aspirational aspirational uh, bop bop. bop, Sorry, aspirational bop. I really want this record to be good. Uh, I hope that the rest of it has as much even if i don't like it as much if it has like the creativity and the kind of like atmospherics of one time and white horse and some of the other like singles off the record yeah uh i will be bopping it for sure because okay. listen like it takes a lot for me to go back to a record from the early 2000s it right. really does yeah, yeah, but yeah. i have already gone back to that okay. those singles a couple times so i'm gonna
0: operational bop nice. it nice all right I'm very cool all right beautiful producer josh bpj what you got BPJ. all right
2: yeah, I was going to say, White Horse and One Time are the only songs I've heard, and I mm. can't even think of, like, how White Horse goes off the top of my head right now, but I know I've heard it, because it was, like, on some, like, WoW or something like that, some WoW CD compilation or something. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so Yeah, so it got, I guess, some CCM radio play, potentially. But, yeah, I don't really know where to go with this record, because I only know about it, and, like... I've listened to a little bit of Mute Math, but it's like one of those things. It doesn't really grab me. It's not. It's like a real Sufjan situation where I'm like, I'm not going to say it's bad. Like I recognize it's just not kind of for me, potentially. I'm excited to revisit Mute Math and see where I fall on that. But I think I'm going to be a little fun here, and I think I'm going to predict a flop as well. I'm hoping it will be good. Welcome to
0: the dark side.
2: And I think I'll enjoy, (laughs) at least for a little bit, I'm hoping I'll really enjoy it, but hopefully I'll enjoy at least a little bit, like, going back to 2000s, like, super, like, this record just sounds, like, it looks like it sounds metallic, and, like, I'm excited for, like, I do love that, cyberpunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that, getting into yeah. that kind of stuff, so I don't totally, like, I've only heard the two songs, so there's eight songs on here that, you know what, maybe I'll really like, and, like you are saying, Hoog, like, I don't think of Ursuit as a heavy band. But you're mm. saying they have some heavy elements to them, so I'm excited
0: for that. So Well we all know Josh's favorite album of all time is Fireproof by Pillar.
3: Oh, so yeah. <laughs> which came out two years after this. So Pillar used so to this and we're like, let's it. make Fireproof. Well watch it's watch it's like one time is their only heavy song, and then the rest right. of it is just like Chill white guy reggae. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be eating my words. You know, yeah, Sparrow
2: was like, We need a lot of like ballads that can be on Kate Love. Guys. Yeah, those. I, was,
3: <laughs> I will
1: say, I'm kind of curious to see if we all just flop it across the board. That would uh, be kind of interesting. Honestly, be, be kind of sad about be, that. But I know, I
0: know, I would too. But, well, but watch y- <laughs> you guys all flop it and I bop it. I'm like, This yeah. is the best record <laughs> I've heard since we started the podcast, <laughs> please. That would be great. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I think that's it. I think we're going to take a break and you guys will listen to some sweet, sweet ads. And when we come back, we will pull a Stephen Curtis Chapman and dive into 2000's Kaleidoscope Superior by EarthSuit. One time. Jammers, it's Kylan here with our beautiful producer, Josh. And we just wanted to take a minute from the show to talk about Collide Records because They have something in stock that if you're listening to this episode, if you've gotten this far, I think you're going to be really interested in. What is that, Josh?
2: Well, they have none other than the original EarthSuit Kaleidoscope Superior CD in stock, brand new and sealed. So that puppy is what? We're doing this for its 23rd anniversary? You can get a CD. I don't think they ever made a vinyl of this record, to my knowledge. Yeah. But they have it on CD, so if you are a bigger suit fan and have been missing that in your collection. They have it on CD. You can pick it up. I love like a, a mint, like new old stock where like you can get an old CD. That's like still in the, in like the shrink wrap that's been there. Cause like, That thing's been in the shrink wrap for like twenty something years. I know. It's awesome. I I love it. Things the thing has seen.
0: I think it is worth mentioning that we just did our trivia night. Greg showed up to our trivia and he showed us the actual C D and I gave him bonus points. (laughs) I gave him bonus points (laughs) in the trivia. Because the CD is And so you know cool.
2: what? If you buy some of these copies from Greg and show up to our trivia night and show them, we'll probably give you bonus points for that too, you know?
0: For sure. It's official. If you <laughs> buy a Kaleidoscope Superior CD from colliderecords.com and show up to our next trivia night and show it to us, you will get bonus points.
2: But you have to purchase it a certain way. You have to use the promo code CHURCHJAMSNOW, which will also get you 20% off your first order. You're getting a mint old stock CD for 20% off and bonus points on the next trivia
0: round. I mean, win, win, win right there. What more could you ask for? So once again, that's colliderecords.com and use the promo code CHURCHJAMS now at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Hope you enjoyed those sweet, sweet ads as much as we enjoyed making them. It's been a whole week and we have spent this week listening to Earth Suits kaleidoscope superior from 2000 and uh, before we get into general thoughts um, I do want to hand it over to someone very special near and dear to me
1: I guess I guess this could be like the the light return of professor philosopher <laughs> <There you go. laughs> no I just had a question for y'all I can be whoever you want me to be but I get a question for you okay Earth sky Sun. A kaleidoscope of timeless elemental concepts and paramount among them funk mouth tabucha I think I think that says it discuss.
0: all. Oh, discuss what? I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well okay. You don't I, actually have to. I, just...
1: <laughs> I I can see I just couldn't not been... lead in with that.
0: No, that's so good. That's so good. So Guys, oh, Hoog is back. Sup, Hoog. Yo.
3: I'm back. Hoog is back. <laughs> As planned. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Ditto>. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I legitimately don't know how to answer that, TJ. <laughs> I there, don't there know. There is no I'm answer. About. My That's brain is short circuited.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Much like, okay, if we're getting into general thoughts on the album, I feel like by the time I finished, my brain had also short circuited. Yep. I that felt tracks. like dreaming of electric sheep after this.
1: Um, yes, you I think that's how you're supposed to feel. Disassembled Honestly, into it. Yeah. That's game. the intended, so. true like, artifact.
0: Whatever that's happening on the artwork, for sure. So, do we have any other general thoughts about this album before we? I'm. I just. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. This, this is like, this is the most like curveball of an album. I think it's for also everyone like the everyone involved here.
3: All of us. That yeah. I true. have. I feel like.
0: Unless so, someone can bring up something
2: else. <laughs> yeah.
3: I am gonna take that. I'm, I'm going to keep that one for myself. I love that you said that, but oh, I think the weirdest album that you guys have done so yeah, far. I'm yeah. so psyched about that. Own it, man.
0: Like, this is I the first so. time that I legitimately have no idea where anybody is going to land yeah. by the end of this.
2: Including yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, include, you definitely guys, you. <laughs> you guys know, I never know where I'm going to land. We'll <laughs> see once I get through all my notes where I land.
3: Yeah, I've got it written down what I think all of your uh, flopper bop projections are gonna be oh no 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 you should tell us oh you you buried the lead who you should say it now and then oh yeah yeah.
0: okay well first off can we go over we can cut this if we need to because i don't remember where did where did everyone land on this flopper bop at the end of part a you and i
2: were flops and then tj and hoog were okay
0: after listening to the album hoog where Do you see the three of us flopping or bopping?
3: (laughs) It's funny because it's almost the exact opposite of, I guess, what we projected last week. So I think Kylan and Josh are probably going to bop it. TJ is going to flop it,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which I guess is the complete opposite. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I like
3: that. And I'll I'll go through my reasoning when we get to the end of it, I guess, if you want. But, yeah, it it still feels like a wild card. Like, I have no idea, but that's my guess. Yeah, this
0: album is... This album is a wild card. Yeah, so, it's bonkers, man. It's out there. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, pull Stephen Curtis Chapman dive right in with track number one, One Time.
2: This song like, just takes me back. I'd heard this song before, but now I can't hear it without thinking of the Extreme
1: movie Extreme Days. Extreme Days, yeah. days baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. What What is the scene when this song is playing, Josh?
2: You know, I was trying to remember, but I don't know if I do. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't make me think of Extreme Days. <laughs> just the general vibe <laughs> of like, just the general, the whole plot. Just makes you, you know? think of the
3: cover of the DVD. Yeah, of extreme days. Yeah, it really I does. I feel like
2: it really does. Is it like when they're getting their money together to go on the road trip? I literally that don't remember be... anything
1: about this movie. That could be the montage. I, I was gonna say it's when they're driving
3: yeah. up to the mountain, but I don't know. It it could be the montage, and I don't think any of us are gonna go back and like watch this whole movie to figure out where it was. Well, maybe. <laughs> Props, maybe. Kylan, I think Mike. I rewatched it in college, actually.
0: You guys know how usually my ADD kicks in by the end of an album and I, like, forget to write notes on the last song? Mm -hmm. I forgot to write notes on on one time.
3: You know what? Honestly, dude, I kind of did, too, because I periodically listen to this song. It's the only song I've repeated Listen to of this entire album, but every now and then I'll just get like a hankering for like that opening riff, that dan, that like driving riff with the reggae mm-hmm. beat over it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I love that intro. And I've always really <laughs> liked this song. I mean, like whenever it gets into like the reggae rap, I'm kind of in and out. But like every right. four or five years, I'm like, yeah, I want to hear that like driving intro from one time. So I I love this song un- unabashedly.
0: It's a good. It's a good. Uh, I mean. For them ostensibly, I don't know if you could call them a one-hit wonder because this song, even being on the Extreme Days soundtrack, only has like 500,000 plays on Spotify. But this is kind of right. like their one hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's like super effective.
2: Like it's so catchy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it it does what a catchy one-hit wonder would, should do. Like you, you hear it once and you know it. Yeah. Yeah,
3: And I think, like, through the album, they like sometimes they're better and worse about this, but like, I think they're at their absolute best in every song when they're kind of blending everything all at the same time, like when it's like many layers, right? So, if it's just them trying to Mm -hmm. do reggae, maybe not so great. If it's just them trying to do Linkin Park, maybe not so great. But if they're doing all of it right at the same time, like they're doing it one time, I think it comes across the
0: best. Peanut butter, rum, and salad when it all comes together, (laughs) man, it just like, mm, it's perfect. Yeah. Delicious. Ooh.
1: Speaking of all that. all things at the same time, the intro with like the weird kind of uh, swoop sweep sound, and then the trumpets, mm-hmm. and then the hits. Oh, yeah, it's like a thx. Yeah, sound. yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and That's then so the true. trumpets, and then the hits. Why? Why is the timing of the hits not the same as the timing of the song? That drove me insane. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, because Can somebody makes make this maybe. make
0: sense, TJ, because they're an incredibly technical. They're a jam band.
1: Yes, sure. And this
0: is just letting you know right off the bat. It's like this is not going to be easy listening, guys. Right. This is going like, to be very involved <laughs> listening. In your face,
1: avant-garde, experimental noise. Yeah. Got it. It just that bugged me. Is I was so good though. I, I ran back the intro like. Five or six times the first time I listened back to this, and I was just like, No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and
2: they started the yes. album that way. They're like, We're gonna do this in the very beginning. <laughs> just to it's a very pe- people
3: like specific you. vision. It is. <laughs> I did not expect this to be the first song on the album at yeah. all. I thought it was gonna yeah. be buried somewhere, but old move. Yeah, came right out the door swinging.
1: It this one makes me think of like if Toby Mac were in Lincoln Park?
3: <laughs> mm. I have...
1: You're hitting all Yeah, my I know. Notes. I was
0: going to say, basically <laughs> so all my notes are like, oh, this is just yeah. DC Talk. Thanks, guys. Oh, this is just Newsboys. Right. I can see the, yes. the linear progression. But, you know, it wouldn't be Church Jams Now if we didn't, in some way or another, spoil all of our notes for the entire record and within each the other's first modes. song. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Within just each the first says, song. Yes, and talk about the first song true. for half an hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I also <laughs> did want to also drop that I think Modest Yahoo was maybe a fan of Earth Suit. Oh, because oh, that for, in rap?
3: Sure. Yeah, the one where he goes super fast. Uh-huh. That's
1: super Modest Yahoo. That's I love syncopation, that. Syncopation, like so sort good. of pseudo-reggae rap. It's, yeah. It's so wild. Where did that come from? Like how? Like, I mean, it's like, it's not even new metal really but it's like it's swimming around with new metal i feel like
3: i think it, it kind of is on that border of like reggae rap like right. when like caribbean music goes a little more towards the rap side mm-hmm. they kind of do that more syncopation at least from the very small amount that i've ever listened to Um yeah i think it maybe sense. comes from comes from that
0: it's just that real like tech bro with dreads energy
1: yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the 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 dreads have beads that are like the red yellow green you know (laughs) specifically
2: i I did want to call out the line the people of the rock come in rock one time and unfortunately that line is closer to rocking for the one that is the rock by striper Mm. than jesus is the rock and he rolled my blues away by Larry Norman Uh, so this is
1: more striper territory for sure
2: it's more striper which is unfortunate but you know it's not as bad is that the
1: worst line though or is it um on this song on this song okay or is it smoke from the wick yesterday burned the candle daily shots are all that I can handle I see you've gone blind you want to find the philosophies of this play-doh man play-doh man and it's spelled like play-doh like the clay
2: in the lyric in the line of notes I just no. I don't know man and also like the there's a pause in there and it I feel like it kills the momentum mm-hmm. of it so yeah like that. I feel like that even draws your attention to yes. it more <laughs> no I wrote that down too in my notes I knew exactly where you were going you. TJ Glad so,
3: to hear it. generic question did you guys like this song this is gonna basically like sort of alter the way that I feel like you guys are gonna judge the album at the end but I would like to know if you guys like this song their, their hit single
2: I think it's fine i think it's fine i think it's fine it's not my favorite on the record it makes sense that it's like the one everyone knows
1: i will point more attention to maybe the best lyric on this song which is funk mouth tabucha (laughs) what what does that mean mean? i need theories i need some theories i've got a couple theories but i want to hear y'all's i saw
2: it and i was like am i supposed to know what this is
3: like i'll be i did not give a single thought to the lyrics of this song sorry (laughs) it's Come one of these on, where, like, the song... well no i did for the rest of the record so get ready but uh, you're here for some
1: hard-hitting lyrical analysis man i've got some analysis at i the expect ends. a lot like All i right. got some
3: analysis coming I'm gonna um, hold you but yeah this song i feel like i i just heard it so many times so, like reading the lyrics wouldn't really yeah i just much over you sure. <laughs> yeah I, I, I that makes thought sense so, yeah
2: yeah and i feel like for the most part like on this song and some other songs there's like lyrics that i'm like eh, okay but i feel like for the most part like it's, it's also just like another instrument, I yeah. feel like. So it can just like, sure, whatever. Say Play Doh Man. That's, <laughs> Why not? that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Totally. Dude.
3: Yeah. The lyrics kind of feel more of like on the like crappy freestyle. Yes. It's thing. such like, it
0: like shitty white guy rap.
3: Yeah. Like
1: like <laughs>
0: yep. college level, like creative writing.
1: Yeah. Freshman year.
0: Yeah. I do love Funkmouth Mouth
1: yeah, so what do you think it is, Calvin? Because my theory is it's like the way that your breath smells whenever you drink some really, really, really rank kombucha. You have funk mouth.
0: No, 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 that no, 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 no. It's it's the the nice Christian boy way of saying I got some hard hitting truths to say, and I'm gonna kick your ass with it. Okay, kombucha like boot 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 you out. Uh, so you about, know what with you? my funk mouth cuz we're doing white sure. guy funk.
1: So you don't think it's like somebody signed up for like a boot camp and they had a potty mouth and then the sergeant was like you're out of here. You're you're booted cuz you get a funk mouth.
0: Here's my thing. This is already way is more thought put into this lyric than was put into by the band.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it like a it's brand like, oh, of that's fine. boots? That was sold for a short period of time at journeys and they were funk mouths, but they were yes, like, it's exactly boots. that. Okay. It's exactly it. that. Thank you.
3: Yeah. So I pulled up some of the lyrics and like, I do think that some of his raps that just kind of fly right by point at what you guys are saying, where he says, I warm up my tongue to engage in a lyrical war. Right. He just like, <laughs> he's, he's telling you exactly Whoa, what he's doing. Dude. He's like, I'm getting the tongue spinning now because I'm about to throw you some really shitty white guy rap lyrics. I'm decking and, and checking exactly and wrecking the mic, yo. <laughs> Prep yourself before I wreck myself. <laughs> it's amazing that this guy went on to form Mute Math. I'm just gonna say that here. <laughs> It really that's is the guy. He's the guy. Like he's the one that was like classy, wearing like a suit and tie at Mute Math, and he said time. this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he's the one it's- time. It's, if it had just been one He's time, a
2: multifaceted cinnamon roll. <laughs> he is a multifaceted that. cinnamon roll of a man. <laughs> he sure is.
0: Um, okay, so to answer your earlier question, Hoog, uh, do I like this song? I don't know if it's showing my hand too much for the entire record, but musical production, I freaking love this song. Vocal performance and hmm. lyrical content, get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. I don't want it. <laughs> No more, thank you, bro.
1: You don't like Dore Mi Fasolati Do?
0: I do, <laughs> uh, when I'm in fifth grade
1: learning. But not as like, a, a, like a crappy selfish. white guy rappler.
0: It is better. Do Dore Mi fa, so, la, ti, Do is better than I'm decking and checking and wrecking the mic, yo. <laughs> I'm gripping the mic and I'm flipping it right.
1: And you've got to get ready to hear this. Yeah, it's rough. But you Ooh. like the production. Oh, the
2: production's yeah. great. I gotta agree with you there. Did any you guys look up uh, this album on Genius? No, I didn't. The lyrics? Is there some really fun stuff? There's nothing oh. except there is on this song uh, annotation by Paul Meany. Someone, it might be Paul Meany or someone with the handle for yes. Paul Meany that says, I'm glad my previous band has gotten recognition. That's it. That's all it says. I looked up the user and he has only commented on a couple others, but it's like, Twenty One Pilots that Paul also worked on, like Twenty One Pilots did the Mute Math.
1: ED well, they toured thing. together, too.
2: Yeah, I saw that tour. So, like, it may, it's like, got to be him. stuff that Paul has worked on. But I'm like, is someone that's trolling? like Does that's to be that's right like now? too deep a cut because that
0: <laughs> yes. troll doesn't affect anybody. It's not actually trolling. If it doesn't affect anybody, it's got to be him. <laughs> yeah, I think it has one thumbs up. <laughs> And it
2: was That two is years ago, in, so. two years ago. That is
3: incredible. When was the original post?
0: <laughs> oh, it was
2: two years ago. I'm glad my previous band oh has gotten God. recognition two years that's, ago. That's okay. incredible. It's got to be him. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It has to be. I agree. And I was going to say last week, like, you know, like last time we did Define the Great Line, right? And Underoath has just put like all of their information out on the internet for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like with EarthSuit, there's just, there's hardly anything. And if there is anything, it is mute math. thinking back on how bad it was to be EarthSuit. And then not really having any appreciation for it. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to live in the world where that was Paul sort of like. its It's got to be. It has to be.
1: I think it is. Uh, Update. Update. I just found out, guys, there's a comment from Awkward Pickle as well. If you scroll a little further down to at Palmini and it says this album is unbelievably good. Blew my (laughs) mind when I was like 10 and it still blows my mind today. Nothing before or since. Like Earthsuit, I mean
3: wow. technically that's correct. I don't can't name a single band that is. like Yeah, Earth there's, suit. there's nothing else <laughs> yeah. like
0: Earthsuit.
1: I agree with Awkward Pickle. He uh, summed yeah. it up. Nothing before or since. Anyway, let's move on to track number two, Wheel. <laughs>
2: love this like eurotrash intro. It was like reminding me of something and I couldn't like figure out like what was like the exact thing that I was like thinking it was. The closest thing I could come up with was separate ways by journey mm. but oh yeah. It's I don't know. I feel like there's a better can like yeah, something that compares yeah, to
0: that is. I couldn't think of. I just don't know what I, I mean. will. So it's a great point for me to bring up. <laughs>
2: It sounds like something I don't don't know know. what it is. Well, to be fair,
0: I think that's kind of Earth suit in general. I think that I feel like we're all a little bit at a loss Mm -hmm. (laughs) of just like, I don't know what this is. Okay. Two things. There are two points about this song that exist in my brain. One, it is so dumb. How many fucking (laughs) times does he say wheel? It's just spinning wheel, spinning wheel, a wheel, a wheel, a wheel. Also, I love this song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, that makes sense to me.
0: (laughs) Like, I I don't know. It's so bad. It's really Mm -hmm. bad. I don't, but I love it. I love it so much. No, I said the same thing. I'm like, lyrically, there's not much here.
2: But like, musically, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah, This is my first sweet, sweet bass Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, of many oh, yeah. sure. And oh, you're gonna log this under Sweet Sweet Bass, huh? Yes, I, a, I have a comment on one. that after you. Okay.
0: All right. All right. I'm here for it. My last note is vocally, it's got real like Peter Furler Newsboys. Yeah, vibes. I was just
1: gonna say this song to me is Budget Newsboys because, like you said, <laughs> the lyrics are not there in the way that they would be. Right. They're not in Steve a Taylor track lyrics. Right.
2: Right. Yeah, they should have got Steve Taylor to they code it.
1: Then it wouldn't be Budget Newsboys. It would just be still weird experimental we don't know what it is newsboys yeah
3: i think for me on the bass thing like i mean they cranked the bass up in the mix in the song and i just this one (laughs) well no i know but like this song especially yeah and i felt like they did that so specifically like listen to this and then all they did the entire song was boom 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 (laughs) boom 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 yeah boom boom and I had my notes, like, they could have destroyed the bass on this song if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have had, like, yeah. a little walking line, like, Dance up it and down, water. up and down, up and down. And they chose to play two notes the entire time. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Yeah,
0: but those two notes were sick <laughs> as fuck, dude.
3: <laughs> they did the best.
0: It's also about the notes
2: you don't play, dude. This is true jazz. It was real an jazz. intentional
1: artistic choice, man. Don't judge them.
0: Uh, yeah, I need someone else. I don't, I don't know... TJ, I need to know what you think about this song. This wheel okay. within a wheel within a wheel within a wheel within a wheel.
1: Yeah, it's it really is like so close to being actually clever. It almost is like it's like the idea was forming. The kernel of of a seed of a sprout of an idea was there, and I don't think it quite bloomed and blossomed. But they they well, they leaned into you it.
2: Feel like you're in a wheel within a wheel because you just keep hearing wheel around, over and over and, and over and it doesn't really go around. anywhere. Yeah. So exactly. it feels
0: like the kind of like musical production meta 4d chess fuckery that yes. you might hear on an Anathalo record. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but the difference I would argue is to it's not point Japanese earlier, enough. <laughs> it's not Japanese. Well, that's for damn sure. To Hook's point earlier, but from a contrary position, I do not like when they throw everything at the wall at the same time. Oh, interesting. I, <laughs> I think that is a weak point of theirs because I think they don't know how to like have discretion. And it's and it gives me a headache. <laughs> because it's like they've got so many great ideas but they don't know how to sort of structure their songs where they're showcasing each idea and giving it the floor enough. It's like, let's throw Ska on jazz, on white, white boy rap on like matrix soundtrack on Lincoln park. wannabe, to be on newsboys on
0: everything. Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and I'm just like, it gives me whiplash. Like I'm, I'm pulled a million different directions and maybe, maybe what I'm speaking to is like, an inability to multitask as a listener and, a, and it's a limitation that I should wrestle with. But for better, or for worse, that's how I'm experiencing so much of this album. And it's like, yeah, my head feels like it's spinning in a wheel because I within
0: can't, within a wheel, within a wheel, within a wheel. parse any of the pieces. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's completely fair perspective. Yeah, but I like I, that you like it, who because it's like
1: cha- challenging my some of my assumptions in the way that I was experiencing the record initially. So
3: oh well, and definitely don't take my opinion on that too seriously because I'm not saying <laughs> oh, we'll like see. I'm not I'm not saying that like oh they just did it beautifully oh they blended <laughs> like three different genres just perfectly. I'm just saying oh you're I not think you're not saying I that? think it's fun when they do it. Like I think it sounds just fun. You know, yeah. I don't think it's good necessarily, but I like it. Well, fusion is...
0: should mostly be left to science we don't need it in music we don't need it in restaurants can that be the full quote <laughs> yeah leave fusion to science <laughs> to the scientists
1: our message to earth suit from cj into earth suit <laughs> yeah i don't know man i did enjoy this song to it to a degree because yeah. of the kind of yeah the the newsboys energy that just like kept pushing it forward the lyrics yeah gave me an ulcer i think but you but. know
0: what it's easy to sing along to
1: <laughs> that's true man yeah if, if you wait 0.5
0: seconds it. they'll say wheel again you <laughs> they, can literally uh, sing wheel <laughs> the
1: entire time and
3: be like 80 percent accurate wheel wheel, wheel 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 when you guys were listening to the song did any of you think of the um video a couple years ago of those fishermen off boston harbor that caught the sunfish and they were like oh my no. god it's a baby wheel you, you guys haven't seen that <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> no, right, so you, right, can, cut, you so can cut sad. this if you want but like there's just a video of these guys out in boston harbor like maybe 2015 they caught a sunfish and they're like trying to pull it in and the guys just lit their shit when the fish gets close to the boat because they're like the fuck is that thing oh jay it's a baby wheel a oh, baby wheel bro and they're like trying to say whale but they can't say whale because they're from Mass. Like, it's hilarious. Oh, so everyone, I was listening to this song, that's what I heard every time. I was just like, wheel within a wheel within a wheel. <laughs> it's
1: a wheel, bro. <laughs> baby wheels <laughs> so, within <so>. a <laughs> <baby> wheel.
3: <Yeah. laughs> we got to put that in the show notes, that's man. Good. Uh-huh. Okay. All right.
2: That's good. Uh, wheel Within a Wheel is based on Ezekiel 1, 15
1: through 21. Right. It. And again, that's the nugget of the idea, but it like it never
2: yeah. was... Expa- expanded exactly. on that, guys.
1: Ezekiel did it better. <laughs> he did. Hmm. Okay, track number three White Horse.
4: Searching with a yellow soul, I dig for ashes in a sea of gold, drifting
2: low. My yellow soul. I remember this was on wow hits two thousand yes, it was sir yes it was a bonus track i remember that just a bonus Absolutely. track they didn't even get like full billing because i think they always picked like 30 so like you'd have 15 songs on one disc 15 on the others but they would include some extras so this wasn't probably one of the official 30 of the year's best christian artist songs or whatever
1: but it was it was special enough to be included this is the one at the live show where they're like put your hands in the air wave them like <laughs> you just don't care for Jesus,
3: I also That's really it. like the idea of this song, but once it drops into the reggae beat, it loses me a little bit. But I really like actually the lyrics and kind of the imagery of the song. Yeah, right.
0: and the intro production, like before they go into the full reggae thing, is like straight up J Della. Like mm. instrumental yes. 90s hip hop. It's like mm-hmm. so
3: good. I think it sounds great.
0: And then, yeah, the vocals come in. And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I like it up until they drop into the beats. Like, even his, yeah. like, intro vocals, I'm cool. And then whenever they drop into the Jesus riding on a white horse, I'm like, all oh, right, I love what yeah. you're saying, but, like, this this beat's a little too much, man.
1: Also, the verses are really interesting to me, or the whole song, really, because compositionally, it's, like, all over the place. It's doing that kind of mellow, like, reggae backbeat, but the chord progressions, like... It's like in a minor key and it's kind of dark sounding, you know, but it's supposed to be this kind of, or my understanding of it was like that, that it's supposed to have this really bright um, positive imagery um, that it's communicating like Jesus riding on a white horse. That's like really positive and happy. But then the sound of the song is like fighting with itself almost where it's like a little bit happy, a little bit dark and dissonant. And I'm not saying I hate it, but it was confusing. Like I was like,
3: don't know how to feel about that's thing. where i saw this one a little more as like a if you imagine it more as like someone having a dream about seeing jesus on a white horse it kind yeah. of feels especially the intro it feels a little right. like ethereal and dreamy so yep. it's not necessarily like hopeful but it's like uh imagining something right. from, from scripture right that's kind and of how I, I see the... it
1: when the chuggy kid, guitar comes in at 210, it's like some demons so are heavy. like crawling up from underneath. <laughs> so it turns into a nightmare. There are
0: just random parts <laughs> of this record where
2: just heavy yes. guitars
1: just chug It took me by surprise every time, even after I knew it was coming, like right. the third or
3: fourth listen of this song. I was like, I hate that. <laughs>
2: I keep, it kind of keeps you on your though. I
3: feel I know, like. there's, yeah. there's definitely some songs on this record where you can see my brain doing that progression listening to the entire <laughs> song. where I'm like, I it don't is. know, this is kind of boring. I don't really like this. Oh, that was kind of interesting. Oh, holy right. shit. Cool guitar yeah. solo. Breakdown? Nice. <laughs> yeah. I like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this song, though, with the harmonies and stuff felt like this was like a song that Michael Tate would have wanted on Jesus Freak and then yes. no one else wanted him to put it on. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. No, he wanted this on Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like. real. Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's it. This could be on yeah, Supernatural like Michael Tate supernatural vibes.
3: Yes. There's Man. a lot of DC talk in this album. Uh, way a way more lot. DC no, talk is. than I anticipated. Literally so most know. of the rest really of my notes is.
0: are about DC talk. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which makes sense. I mean like Same era. It, it makes sense if you're writing a CCM album well, yeah. I mean that in that two, record, ninety nine, two thousand. Like, it's mm-hmm. gonna
1: be very DC talking. Totally. Hey, Kylan, is What's this that? song too long? Well, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be the first one to ask you.
2: <laughs> There's a lot about yellow souls too in the in the verses that I don't know what that's supposed to represent mm-hmm. or be a reference to. Yeah, same. but he says.
0: I it mean, like this is also the guy, guy that that said I'm a rock the mic or grab the mic right like I don't think no he's no that was the other about...
3: guy that was Paul this is that Adam Paul. Don't, com- oh. don't confuse
1: our boys yeah don't confuse the boys okay sorry I that's won't true. confuse the boys again
2: <laughs> do they do they talk like this or are they
0: singing <laughs> no, okay. with like affected <laughs> that, that's voices that's a big note I have on the next yes. song so can we move, okay, move okay, on okay. to the next song let's do it let's All right, get track this. number four against the grain Once again, I love this intro, dude. Oh yeah, this That'd has probably some of the best intros that we've had in a long time. Here comes Paul Mini. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about patois on the Super Chick episode. You yes. know, where like a white guy affects like a racial accent, right? Uh, very specifically, it's used a lot, with, like a Jamaican accent, mm-hmm. and that ended up kind of being fine on the Super Chick episode. But it's pretty egregious here. It's very like white guy doing a really bad Jamaican impression. Yeah. And I hated it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like I've never heard either of them like talk in real life. So I don't know how they sound, but I'm like, that would be, it would surprise me. I listened
3: listened to Paul talk a little bit like way back in 2000 and like, no, he just sounds like a normal guy. He like has a little bit of a all.
1: of an accent because he's from Nolens. Mm-hmm. so he's oh, okay. got like a drawl, which I think does play into his singing style a little bit. That's not to justify any of the the affect that he's adding. There is plenty right. of it, but
2: I feel like Adam has way more of a like a affectation. Though, he's more guilty, like, I think, mm, that across yeah. the album. Yeah, it's like that's his whole thing. Like Paul jumps in right. and out of it, and but. and.
1: Adams, Adam's like does feel more like it. appropriative like directly appropriative <laughs> and some of it is even like unidentifiable like I don't even know why well, he's and it makes doing it
2: like a very unique sounding voice like I'll give it I'll give that to him like you're like wow there's no one else is who else is singing yeah. like this
3: yeah whenever he's just normal singing I really like Adam's voice actually I, I think it's a really really interesting sounding voice kind of soothing but yeah it's a little wild from time to time
2: Speaking of wild, Adam pronounces suffocation. How does he pronounce it on this song? It's like suffocation. Suffocation,
3: yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I'm like, that's not how that word sounds, bro. What are
1: you doing? Also, like, this song feels very thrown together haphazardly. Like, the the parts, um, we've mentioned this in other episodes, but the parts just don't feel like they fit together to me personally. Like, the kind of rap rock thing, Of like the go get screen back to back with the surfing case. I mean, it
0: it feels like a B side on Jesus freak, man.
1: Yeah. It feels like just like, I I would hate it on that too.
0: Way too much. (laughs) Right. Like even the song, Jesus freak, right? Like when we listen to it, it's like the rap part just feels totally separate from the rest of Mm -hmm. the song.
1: And I feel the same about this. I'm just like, each section is great, but I don't know if it makes a song. Like the whole is not greater than the sum of its parts. Did
0: his rapping sound at times a little bit like Eminem to y'all? A little bit? It's got that kind of like aggressive Eminem thing. Yeah. But it felt like Eminem f- rapping over fish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like freestyling oh. over fish, but like... Yes. It's so jammy. Yeah, no, I never want to hear the line don't lube it, don't lube the friction uh ever again.
1: Impeached like Nixon.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's my favorite <laughs> line on the record, guys. Yeah,
0: because this is, is the most like Gen X piece of oh media. Like, is, forget yeah. Slacker, forget reality bites. Like yeah. you're like a Boa constriction. Don't lube the friction. Spiritual got impeached like Nixon. Anorexic Generation X result by default the inner man assault. It is like, yeah, it is so Gen X in the worst way. <laughs>
1: in the worst way, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Like, okay, we get it. You got a chip on your shoulder. Like, moving on. Right.
0: It's like if someone was like, "All right, I'm going to write a song about millennials, avocado toast, uh, not buying diamonds, the housing market crash." It's like, yeah, okay, my barista is okay. my therapist. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like we love the office. Like yeah, I get it. I get it, bro. Right, like
1: okay. <laughs> moving on.
2: No, I don't even understand what it's like what are you saying with all that? It's just a bunch of things yep. in, like anorexic generation x like does flow together really well. Sure. Like it's like that's a fun those are fun couple words to hear together. But I'm like I don't really know what you're saying with this. Yeah, and We're that goes back to anything the, At least at <laughs> least for those lines, there are some parts of the song later Uh, where I do like what he's saying in the message, but there's a lot of just like wordplay for the sake of wordplay.
1: And that kind of goes back to the point, I think, who you mentioned earlier, how like you sort of, across some of this album, think of the voice as just another instrument, another texture.
2: Oh, also the line, you separate from the light source and endorse and force secret religious codes like Morse. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the code like Morse line? That's so weird.
1: I I actually uh... rolled my eyes.
0: What was the record that we talked about where they said, "Oh, on Rocket Summer, the Ways of the High and Free."
1: Ways of the High and Free. Yeah, this yep. is another so Ways of the High and Free, the free moment. The freeways
3: and the highways. Like, oh, I hate okay, that. buddy. I hate it. <laughs> I think if I had to characterize what I thought the song was about was, it's like a non-religious, like you know, I, oh no, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Like, mm. it's about a relationship, not a religion. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what they're going for. There's a lot of like very clumsily thrown together lines about it but i think at the heart of it they're saying like not interested in your rules this is about a relationship not not in a religion um i think that's where they were going they just didn't do a very good job of communicating yeah yeah it's youth
0: group rage against the machine yes (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) nailed it love that (laughs) it's like f you i won't do what you told me (laughs) like i love jesus
2: too too much church Big churches, of the government, yeah. and their rage against yeah. the machine. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna go play ping pong some more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love Jesus
0: and ultimate frisbee. Like, <laughs> how many
1: marshmallows can I fit in my mouth? Oh god! Oh god! But you Hoog, manipulated like, my oh, passion. That's so good, who <laughs> I like that you can like sleuth out the the grain. See what I did there? Of truth in this oh. song. I like that that's there i wish it were better yeah, but i yeah. like that you did the work to like suss it out for us thanks for thanks for that
3: i have i have learned uh and listened to this record that i think a lot of the things i got out of it were more just like the sum of all the parts and not i can't point to any specific lines and saying like oh this is what they meant but i mm-hmm. you get the vibe i get a certain i get the vibe of a couple yeah. songs yeah yeah, yeah sure. and i'm you know, they may hear me say that and be like, no, nah, it's not at all what we were talking about because yeah. I can't prove it, but...
1: Yeah. It also, the the chorus, I want to say, reminded me of the kind of thing... It's either, it's either like high church music, liturg- liturgical music, like for a Catholic service, but sped up and with the weird affect that Adam puts on it, or it's like the evil genius music from the villains, it's like the villain theme on Spy Kids. Like before he like gives his his dastardly that's plan, great. you know. That's great. Before yeah. he does his monologue, like yeah. th- that's the music. For oh the my villain. god,
0: yes! This this all of this music is so Spy Kids.
1: Yes, played by Vigo Mortensen. Yes, <laughs> but he's got a bald cap on. Love it! All right, guys, so let's move on to track number
0: five. <laughs> do do you enjoy the distortion? Do you? Do you feel you enjoy the distortion?
3: Do you feel... (laughs)
0: guys the bagpipes
1: fucking <laughs> rule yes dude. they do Don't on i am here pipes. for it <laughs> yes
0: it's the I'm best part you. on the whole record
1: yes I'm just like is one of them scottish like <laughs> it, were they just like this will be fun
0: it doesn't matter man bagpipes
3: fucking rule those yes intros again yes. man
2: you're right about the intros kyle the
0: intros are so good
3: the bagpipes into the like ding dong of like the church bells yeah, that's yeah. awesome man yeah i love the intro that's really cool me
0: too This is my favorite intro on the record.
3: I also like, I can't totally hear what he's saying, but is he saying 98, 99 to 2000 and beyond? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that sums up the parts that I do love about this record is kind of like this transition between the 90s and the 2000s. I'm like that millennium spirit that we all went through. Yes. I feel like they're just, they realize that like they're in this, whether it was real or not, this transition period end of the 2000s and right. they call it out like so opaquely or to I rip. guess so specifically in the song that yes. I I kind of love it. I kind of had to respect it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and I was like, is he, I, it kind of works both ways though. Cause he says 98, 90 It's from 98 to 99, 2000. 2000. 2000. Is he saying two as in two 1000s? Or are you saying like 2000, thousand? like I'm like, it works, I guess both yeah. ways. Double meaning, bro. I was like, this is a real like you two, Catorce situation. <laughs> yes. But it well actually kind of works. Uh, unlike Catorce. Also, Kylan But Catorce works because it doesn't. Kylan, work. what was that
1: dance you were doing just now, bud? Dude,
0: I'm vibing out to this song. <laughs> You're vibing,
1: yeah. You're this is have we vibe hit guy.
0: anyone's favorite song. That's, well, it? that's what I was about to say. This first listen through, this was my favorite song. It didn't end okay. up being oh. my favorite song on the record. Okay. But it's pretty close, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is straight up a skating rink song. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is like midday skate. You know what I mean? It's like, it's sunny outside, but you got the black lights going in the skating rink.
1: The lava lamps. And you're just, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So good.
2: So good. Well, and then I think how they wrote this song is Paul made a bet with Adam and said, I bet you can't write a song using mad libs about guitar dirt <laughs> pedals and adam's like i bet i, I can. <laughs> sure can let me show you and that's what happened because this is all just like guitar pedals right. stomp, yeah. box, stomp
0: box mad fuzz, fuzz, mad fuzz. overdrive
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah like distortion obviously again so like that's all the song all concept
1: lyrics. and they stretched it it was already way too thin and they just like <laughs> turned it into a
3: whole song didn't give yeah. it more substance. They just said that's enough, that's fine. <laughs> I have no I I guess I do have an idea what the song is about, but I don't know. But I feel like with the inclusion of like the years before it and calling out that like this is the crossover to the millennium, I feel like mm. they were going more about the like the social distortion of the period and not mm, talking right. about mm. guitar pedals. They may have been talking about guitar pedals for all the fuck I know, it's but an like analogy, bro. I feel like it might have been an analogy. Like they're clearly trying to Place this in time. Then they go on with these very like abstract, meaningless lyrics about things. Well, being it goes fuzzy back to the whole distorted. like freshman
0: year right. kind of thing of like, yeah, I understand metaphor. Let's do this, yeah. and it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I mean, like, like I get it, but you didn't have to do a whole <laughs> song about it,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, that could have been like a first part of a verse, and then yeah, move on to another concept, but. It is a fun one to play with though, like considering the time, considering, you know, Nirvana's Nirvana's doing doing stuff. Like that that's a reference point, you know, to to bridge the gap between social distortion and sonic distortion. So
0: In the Sonic Youth. Social in the Sonic Youth.
1: I really do love the line Mad Fuzz <laughs> gives birth to the sound. That's just a great line.
0: It's pretty <laughs> rad. I was just thinking. Specifically on this song, I am so mad I did not find this record in two thousand. Right. I would have loved this record. This would have been my favorite record of all time.
1: Wow. I believe that. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Right. Yeah. Just solo skating by myself.
3: Yeah. Skateboarding in the garage.
2: Between this and skateboarding some kind of in the garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: You go to the uh skating rink at the home school hour. <laughs> yeah. Twelve yes. in the afternoon.
0: Dude. That was the best time to go.
3: Cut rate, yeah, probably two bucks.
0: That was the best time to go. Fun fact: my very first job was at a skating rink. If I don't know if that explains anything about me or, or it makes a lot right. of sense.
3: It fits for <laughs> sure.
1: Alan, I think it's interesting that you were like, "This is a skating rink song," and now that you say it, I I can't not hear that. Right. But the way I was interpreting interpreting it was like white guy tries to do like a Hindi. Like Bollywood credits song, oh, like yeah. it feels very like. There's,
2: there's definitely some of that. In there.
1: Like, yeah. like this should have been the credit song to RRR or something. Like, right, yeah. Especially yeah, exactly. the way he he does that waiver on easy. Like, there's mm-hmm. like a
0: that that feels like a very like late '90s alt rock kind of thing. Completely. Uh, the comparison point that I wrote was Bittersweet Symphony by yep. Verve Pipe. It's not exactly that, but there's like that kind of vibe mm-hmm. of that like late 90s alt rock kind of thing where it's like, oh, we're going to be really vibey. And yes. Uh, yeah, very Bollywood influence. I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
2: On first listen, this was one of my least favorite. Really? Songs. But you know what? With subsequent listens, it's it's come around. Yeah, for that's me, funny you know?
1: that it was like the so. opposite. Like Kylan loved it, and still does maybe, but isn't his favorite. And Josh, you had the opposite experience. that like, grew over. Yeah. Him.
3: I've, I've liked it, it the whole time. I mean, I actually remember this song vaguely from Way
2: to be "Who's Better Than
3: All of Us." No, no, no. <laughs> like it. it was weird because, like, there's only
2: he's liked it. I liked the equal amount
3: the entire time. Um, I sort of remembered this song from back in the day, but I had no idea why. Like, maybe it was on the radio for a while. Hmm. Um, there's only like three or four songs on this album that I remembered at all, but I really like this song. Straight yeah. up, it's a good song. It's pretty it's good. Definitely a vibe.
0: Good song. I enjoyed it. Uh, let's move on, Enjoy guys. We're halfway through track number six, and we've hit no one's favorite song. Yeah, yet. <laughs> that's true, right? All right, uh, I'm surprised "One Time" wasn't anyone's favorite song. Hmm. Oh, okay. Here we go. Track number six. Wonder.
2: Okay, guys, this is 100% a DC Talk song. That's what I said. Yes! That's my oh, my show. God. Yep. <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> I said
0: this is DC so Talk, true. but yeah. better? This would be- But better. Wow. It would be- Yeah, more musically interesting. It would be the one Kevin Max song on a DC Talk record.
2: Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, you know, like, they always give Kevin okay.
0: Max like, one song. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this this would be the Kevin Max song. Yes. That, we'll throw that's you a bone. That's so funny, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, cause the verses are very Kevin, but there's like some Michael in there. So you could make the argument that they'd be like alternating lines. Like they tip, like they do a lot on their songs. Chorus, I guess you could throw to Toby, but it has some Michael vibes too. But like the bridge of this song is the most Kevin Max. And it sounds like him. Like maybe my brain is just putting like layering his voice on top of it and hearing it that way. But it sounds like something Kevin well, so would I do. So I have a question
3: about that. Uh, well, first of all, my only note on this song is shitty DC talk. Fuck this song. I do not like this song <laughs> oh, at all. I hate dang. this song. It, I wrote it's, it's better it's than awesome DC blazing. talk. Blazing. <laughs> no, this, this song is garbage. But um... It's got
0: lasers. It's got laser sound effects. How could you hate yeah, like, this
3: song? 80s drum lasers. How can but you that verse... hate
0: any song that has lasers?
3: No, it's I just don't like understand. The, it's the bare bones of like that style of music, but I feel like there's not a whole lot of talent in there to really turn it into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really like it. But who is doing the vocals on the verses of this song? Is that Adam? It sounds it's so Kevin, different. At, it's Kevin Max. Surprise. I
2: looked up to see if there was a guest vocal appearance on this song because I was. it doesn't sound like I know it doesn't.
3: I, I, I could not figure it out. I was like, this has got to be a guest, but I couldn't find anything either. So
0: I can
2: guarantee
3: yeah. you
0: they got Kevin Max in for, <laughs> you know, half a sandwich in a yoga session. They like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come do vocals on our song,
1: but he didn't want to be credited because the song was too good. And he didn't want to risk his chance with further DC talk work.
2: DC talk was over by this point, was it? So,
1: was well, supernatural? Maybe or last because album. of this drama. It was Kevin secretly yeah. guest vocal.
2: Yeah, I I think I was pretty just mad on the song Hoog, but after I like realized it was a DC <laughs> talk song, like I think I just had so much fun like hearing like this bridge part here, yeah. like. And then just all the vocal flourishes, like that's Kevin and Michael just going back and and well then Michael's like, ooh, ah," like that's a very Kevin thing too. So like I think I just had so much fun imagining a parallel universe where DC talk sang this song that I I wonder if they wrote this song and tried to
0: pitch it to DC Talk. And then DC Talk broke up and they're like Uh, And then DC Talk (laughs) broke up and like I guess we
1: can (laughs) use it. We'll be a band. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I love how disco the the chorus
3: is. Yeah, I think it's decently Pretty clear, cool. but this is my least favorite song on the record. Wow, Do not like that this song. is
1: wild. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I love this bass at like 315 that comes in. Sweet,
2: sweet bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got Roy laying down the
1: SSB. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's real funky. This whole thing feels like some weird like 80s electro funk song from some bit ba- like it's DC talk, but it's also it feels like it could have been an 80s song from a band that you've never heard of. You right. know?
2: It's very like it's a forgotten craft song. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh,
0: My last note is: this album was a swing for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know they went for it.
1: They really went for
2: it. Well, and it's so weird that this was on Sparrow too. Like that's the thing that, that for me that I was like, this is major label Christian record, which is. It was wild to me thinking that they're like, yeah, we'll sign this band.
1: Yeah. I bet, I mean, I don't know, but I bet like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that they went to like a live show or something. Even, a, even at like a group that maybe some of the members were in before Earth Suit or something. And they just had, because if you've ever been to a Mute Math show, right? Like the live performance is mind blowing. The whole thing is just like, I'm just stunned at the end of any. Show, so i feel like if a quarter of that energy was at an earth suit show and somebody from sparrow saw that or from any like adjacent band that they were a part of i could see them like signing that night you know or something entirely conjecture obviously well yeah but their live their live presence is just like
0: serious (laughs) (laughs) yeah This whole podcast is just conjecture.
1: Sorry, sometimes I go on tangents and y'all are really quiet, and and I'm like, they probably think I'm, I'm imagining yeah. it. No,
0: <laughs> dude. Okay, hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm glad you're bringing this up right now because I feel this way a lot too. <laughs> and so maybe maybe it's just something like we need to unpack our insecurities.
2: <laughs> who who do you want to just lead us in a group therapy? Yeah, session because, those because those I wonder think that, over I, this? I think that's you're all, all this boils down to.
0: <laughs> I think it's just our insecurities because yeah, what I think what I think happens is. Uh, because we are all like, you know, we all really enjoy each other's opinions. And specifically when one of us goes off on a tangent, it's usually like there's some sort of narrative that I feel like maybe each of us is building within our own heads. And we just all kind of like zone out a little bit. We're and too we imaginative. imagine this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's not, that makes sense. because I love that. I was just thinking yeah. of like, the guy from Sparrow in like a suit and like a clipboard, like watching right. Earth. And he suit sees Paul's charisma, just, yeah,
1: and he's like, "That guy, like we got to exactly. sign them right yeah. now."
0: And so then we all just forget well, yeah. to respond, which is really bad <laughs> for <laughs> podcasting. <It's> great radio, <laughs> it is. Well, well, what I was thinking
2: as I was continuing <laughs> with that narrative as well, because I've heard like from Tooth and Nail back in the day that like when Me Without You came, like everyone who worked at Tooth and Nail back in the day, it was like Me Without You was their favorite band. So when Me Without You came to town. Everyone went mm. and saw them and I'm like, baby that was like EarthSuit Suit was that for Sparrow. Right. Like all these right. people in suits that are like, I gotta push the new Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant singles and stuff like that. But this is But Josh,
1: were they in Earth Suits? They probably were I they were I mean weren't yet. we're all in Earth Suits, aren't yeah. we? It's we're all true. in Earth wow. Suits mm. in
2: some kind of way. Preach. But maybe that that was like this was their like collective yeah? favorite band where I would they're love like that. maybe the masses won't get this, but this is the band yeah. for us. Yeah, they were the band's thing. band. I could I
1: love see that. that narrative. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, love that's that. Great. Yeah. It's so good. All right. Good job. Good team. High five. Yeah. High five.
0: <laughs> you did good, TJ. So that's, that's what I was fun. thinking of.
1: Yeah. You led me yeah, exactly. there. Great. And then,
0: great. yeah, in <laughs> classic <laughs> CJN fashion, we just forgot to respond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Let's move on to track number seven Osmosis. <laughs>
1: probably my favorite title on the record it's a cool title osmosis land Another my first great intro yeah my first note is look out sonic here comes dr robotnik whoa donatello shredders on the attack this feels like a boss battle in like a arcade game totally you know it, or it's like the electric like the futuristic mm-hmm. city with all the electric villains oh, totally, that are like totally trying to shock you <laughs> like that's what this track makes you think you're of. like loading level yeah. osmosis yes, land exactly
2: <laughs> like,
0: that's good that's better than my my one note on this song is weird nope hate it
3: <laughs> is this your least favorite song <laughs> obviously yeah okay <laughs> yeah i i don't love it i think it's all right i think it's a little boring i think it they do that thing where they kind of go between the reggae and the hard rap sound mm-hmm. i don't i think this is one of the worst examples of that on the record Definitely not my least favorite song, but it's just a little boring.
1: Yeah, and that like eight bit riff that's like the the Nintendo villain riff. It's great until it's not. It gets real old real fast.
0: <laughs> He's too reggae on the verses, and then the chorus is just too like bring up, bring the swing, let my god erupt.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. Let yeah. my god erupt. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, not great. I'm what not even you, gonna
3: get into why. What do you guys think he means by osmosis land? I couldn't figure it out. I think it it's like groupthink. Like it's like zombie. He, yeah. Like
1: mentality. Like sheeple. I don't know. I thought, it I thought about
0: it a little more abstract.
2: I thought it was just like maybe like not like just letting like you're in the land where just like things just like sink into you and you don't like realize it maybe. Like you're not like actively putting things in like bettering yourself like putting ideas in like. Like, we're all just like getting these ideas, maybe subconsciously from the land mm, that we yeah. live in. That's kind of like, what I'm. Of society and c- culture. That's kind of what I was yeah. getting at, too. I like I that. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. I just want to, like, I think the title is, maybe says more, gives you more to think about than maybe the song
1: yep. does. Definitely. Oh. so.
3: <laughs> Did you guys, uh, my other note was they actually say Earth Suit in the song. Did y'all catch yes, that? true. They
1: also that's true. say Earth Suit yes, in do. one time.
3: That's true. Or oh, do they? So, I miss
1: do. that? They use their. Their band name But they referenced as themselves
2: as, as in one time as Ursuit, but here Ur-Suit, they're using Ursut yeah, as in a pile. the idea. Yeah. yeah. It
0: feels like like they wrote a whole like sci fi graphic novel in their head before mm-hmm. writing this song and then expected everyone to
1: like get the references. Get it? <laughs> well, they forgot to have Chris Rock do some guest vocals on this song. That was their main mistake.
0: <laughs> That's true. It's no uh basketball Jones.
1: There's so many (laughs) levels to that.
0: Osmosis Jones, you're welcome. Basketball Jones from Space. It's just, yeah. Okay. All right. I quit, guys. Bye.
2: (laughs) Okay. Bye. I didn't realize how much of this record was going to be Paul singing because Adam is just a vocalist. So it's a real like John James and Mm -hmm. Newsboy situation where he's the vocalist, but Peter's singing a lot Mm -hmm. of the songs. So you're like, what is he doing whenever. Paul singing like he's, he's vibing, just dude. standing there.
1: He's, <laughs> he's doing now, those dude. dance moves that Kylan was doing earlier. Well, so it's
3: funny because I think but. I brought this up last time I did a podcast, but uh, my wife's a huge fan of dance, Gavin Dance, and they kind of have a similar thing where like their keyboardist does like the screaming vocals and mm. they have a vocalist, but it's about 60, 40 screaming, 40 uh singing. And so mm. like when you see them live, he kind of just like... Vibes out and dances, and I hate yep. it. I hate it. It drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, yeah. you need a job. Like, at least have yeah, a yeah. tambourine. Yeah. Like, yeah, have something. Oh yeah. It's like something. It drives me crazy. <laughs> it's
2: Like we came as Romans as a similar thing, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? where they have like a dedicated God. clean vocalist and a harsh vocalist or screaming vocalist, and you're like, what are you doing when the other guys doing yeah. this thing? You're just there. <laughs> like, get a guitar, yeah. pick
1: something up. Yeah. You don't even have to
3: play it. Just look like you're playing. Yeah, it. right. It's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think that's you know like. I don't want to overstate this or anything, but I do think like Paul doing so much of the heavy lifting with the vocals and playing keys, like points to the success that mute math had, like there's talent there, oh, you know? Yeah. And, and it, it just lines up to me. Like I was actually really excited each time I heard him singing instead. I was like, okay, I'm starting to like piece together what mute math was eventually going to be. And, and, for that reason, listening to this album was very fun because it was like a lot of detective work or like uncovering like the, the proto-mute math components in a way that I really enjoyed. Case in point, the part of this song that I enjoyed the most was at 238. I don't know if you can run it back, Kylan, but at 238, there's like a drop Got just...
4: Up, and-
1: just paul's vocals and an electric drum sound and then the bass comes in and really clashes with it and then they go Mm. full full you know like loud chorus yeah and that one line where it's just paul and the electric drums that personally that was my favorite moment in the song and then it was gone yeah and then later at the end of the song they go back to that same section um the god above invade my soul i become what i behold but full band and like with all kinds of different instrumentation layered on layered on layered. And again, that goes back to what I said earlier about how it was like throwing too much at the wall to see what would stick. And for me personally, it didn't stick and it just hurt my head. <laughs>
3: yeah. it's like, there's I, too I, much yeah, going
0: on here. Yeah, dude.
3: I think it was always them trying to fight over that. But the problem is like mm. if Paul's not there and it's just Adam doing Adam, Mm. he does not have enough vocal energy on this album to like keep me interested. Totally. Really monotone just doesn't like bring the energy. And then whenever Paul comes in, he brings a little bit of that, like spike, you know, and Fresh. anytime he comes in, I appreciate it. Even yeah. if I don't like what he's doing necessarily, it, it brings the, the vibe. Up it's a shit. A yeah. Yeah. It's a shit. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. It's
0: a real, uh, yeah, he brings that real Island energy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I should say we're recording this on four twenty, everybody. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Everybody got their flower.
0: Of course. If all I
3: got is mean Jim Beam. I was gonna say yeah, my flower I mean. is whiskey. Yeah.
1: Perfect. It's a great flower. Tastes like honey. Hmm. Um, all I gotta say about this song is, um, next time, boys, try less because osmosis is fine, but less is more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oz less is more is so good okay this this episode I don't know what it is about this album if there's just like not a lot of things we can like hook into but I feel like everyone's been firing on all cylinders in terms of like references and our bits and bits dude
1: we're bringing the bit a game today
0: <laughs> for real it's
1: that was good tj thank you well thank done you. I worked on that. I had like multiple versions. It's so
0: good. No, it's (laughs) perfect. No notes. Okay, guys, let's move on to track number eight, Schizophreniac. Mm -hmm. I love that tape effect on the piano. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these intros are so good. All the intros. I just yeah. Is want this an the song? to be extended out and to just be an instrumental hip hop record.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. No, it would work really well as that.
3: Yeah, I l- I like that song. Just do
2: like a movie soundtrack.
3: Uh, have we hit anyone's favorite song yet? Still, we probably all have the favorite same favorite song. <laughs> honestly,
0: <laughs> could be. I, I
2: think we do. we do. I, think, that's I ever think we happened.
0: do. I don't know if that's the chances schizo- are getting higher and higher with
3: <laughs> with true. they are yeah.
0: every song. There's they only they two are. more after
3: this. <laughs> so Schizophreniac is no one's favorite song because no. it was in my like top three or four. I like this song a lot. I think like wait I wait re- wait
0: before you answer that, Hook, mm-hmm. if this is one of your favorites, uh, I have a question. Okay. How do you <laughs>
3: feel about Incubus? Great question. Uh, I don't have because if you experience. like Incubus,
0: <laughs> then of course you'll love this song. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and I feel like versa. if I went back, I probably would like Incubus, but I don't know a single Incubus song, but I like that's this. That's wild to so. me.
1: Yeah, you should, you should go down the rabbit hole, man. All
0: right. Next week, we're going to cover Incubus. <laughs> Perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: Total um, left okay. turn. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just.
3: Uh... No, that's OK. I, I got really bored, like I said, by Wonder and Osmosis Land. So I feel like in the album chronology, I like where this song sat. It's got a little bit more of like a dark energy, a little bit faster pace. So Mm -hmm. I like where it sits. It's definitely not my favorite song on the album, but uh, I think it's a good one. I think it's top three or four on the record. Wow.
2: Wow, so you really love reggae Lincoln Park. <laughs> Pretty much. The same. Boy Evanescence. <laughs> That's what this yeah, Boy Evanescence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: with, evanescence, with but for boys. <laughs> with the same like piano note, just
3: like just over and over. And, and over. the same bass note. <laughs> boom, 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 yeah, yeah. boom, I
1: boom.
2: will say, this this album did come out four months before Hybrid Theory. Oh. So they kind of predate Linkin Park. It's almost like
3: Linkin Park pulled from Earth Everyone Jeez, did, man. did.
2: Everyone did. 2000 band was band. a wild... New
3: one. Band, man. Yeah. band It was
2: all just osmosis we land. Everyone from was just... The
0: Matrix. Pulling from each other.
2: of when was The Matrix? Was it 99 or was it... it was 99, 99,
0: brother. Oh, uh, okay. This is all... It was made, all The man. Matrix, so much more brother. sense.
2: Yep. <laughs> Everyone saw The Matrix and said, we, we want to sound that. like
0: that.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that... <laughs> like I said, that goes back to literally why I wanted to cover this record in the first place was like everybody trying to do like the cyber two thousands matrix thing. Right. I think it's so interesting how people tried to sort of like visualize that in the albums. This
1: feels to me like the peak moment for them on this album doing that. Mm -hmm.
0: I like this song a lot. I just, I love the production of it, man. All this production is just
1: so good. That's so funny because I really I really it. like the, you hate the production. Oh, wow. The bass is like I, farty and big and it gets in the way of like all the other elements. I don't like how the drums sound They're wow. They're they, 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 and it's because they're doing exactly what you're saying. Like they're doing the like, you know, new metal, like futuristic 2000s. Like, yeah, boy, Evanescence. And y'all know Evanescence is too scary for me. So boy, Evanescence is even scarier. <laughs>
0: Boys are scary, guys.
1: Boys are scary. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I didn't like how the drums That's sounded. Funny. That was a big thing for me.
2: The snare on this one is a little. A yeah, little well, like they wild. start to
0: get into this in the last part of the like the last part of this record. It's like that super nineties like, where it just sounds like they're hitting like, like a garbage
1: can.
3: Yep.
0: And <laughs> yeah,
3: the guitars like kind of sound that way too. They just sound like that grossest, like crunchiest yeah. guitar. Yep. Garn, 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 garn.
1: And I can appreciate that more, actually.
2: Turn on your DS1 and go yeah, to town. Everyone
0: was starting to use like digital effects, and they weren't quite there yet. It's like it's like when you see right. any movie in the 90s that wasn't Jurassic Park that used <laughs> CGI. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is terrible. I get what they were going for. No and bad. It's like it's almost there, the but colors, it's the lighting, not the shadow.
3: there. <laughs> Gross.
2: Yeah. A production note on this song is that at 2:09, they kind of like put Paul's rapping voice like up front more, and I like that because it was a different sound than like, oh, Paul's doing his rap thing. Let's do like our standard production version of it. Yeah, I like that. Kylan, he sounds like Jonathan Clark here. Yeah, he does. I hear Jonathan Clark. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, when Jonathan Clark starts rapping a little
0: bit. Friend of the show, Jonathan Clark, who used to have a rap career under Crudbot.
2: (laughs) And his new stuff is kind of a little in that territory, too. For sure. A little bit. I did want to uh, mention the line, gentle on the wire, because I rocked the gondola. And this is a second time on the show. If you guys remember our Pillar Fireproof episode where he says, like a gondolier, we're heading straight to the top. So we've Josh's got favorite
0: uh, album ever. Josh loves Rob gondola Beckley songs.
2: Is on the gondolier and Paul Meany is it's rocking the, it. Man. Gentle on the wire though, because they are scaling them Josh out. Josh is working
1: it. on a gondola conspiracy. <laughs> like we don't know how long it's gonna last, but he'll he'll connect all the dots the poem, by the end yeah. of the show.
0: Yep. Every CCM <laughs> reference of gondolas. Josh is going to be like, like yeah, Charlie Day yes. in that meme of just Happy Sylvia. <laughs> <Yeah, it's, laughs> no, it's the
2: gondolas. No, it's 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 the Phineas and Ferb meme of like meme of like if I had a nickel for every time this happened, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot. But it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: exactly. <laughs> OK, but here's the thing about this song for like every now and then there's something on this record that just like throws you for a loop. And for me, yes. the line, youth camp junkies don't get enough to make the buzz last.
1: Yeah. What'd you think of that? Wow. is
0: so good. I love it. I, th- I think it's incredible. Yeah. I think the rest of the song, I think I have problems lyrically, but that's like such a specific feeling that I haven't seen expressed in a lot of the music that we've covered. That's true. Or, you know, it's a very specific experience that I haven't seen covered in really kind of any media of that like going to camp and the whole sort of like worship high, camp high. that, that yeah. you get that fades after that i don't know i just i thought that was like really fascinating that that was a specific line that they wanted to include on this record
3: mm-hmm. does anybody know off the top of their heads how old these guys were when they were writing this stuff were they like late teens early 20s i
0: mean they had to be like early 20s
3: yeah i was kind of thinking like 19 20.
0: they weren't yeah, they weren't
2: very old whenever Muma started going, no. right?
1: Paul Meany was born in 1976,
3: so he was 24. Yeah, yeah. that's a little yeah, older than I expected. I was thinking yeah. they were like 20. There you go. Right. A little less clever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still i i like the i like the whole youth camp junkies. Line. No, I I appreciate I like the sentiment.
1: There. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I like that you're contextualizing it as like this specific experience that nobody else has written about that you've heard. And I would agree with that. I relate to that as well. I think I didn't, I didn't appreciate the uniqueness of it before. Right. But now you're making me realize like Incubus isn't going to write a song about the camp high. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, and,
0: and neither is uh,
1: Nicole Norderman. Like, like, exactly. where else are you
0: going to hear this?
1: Yeah. It's a very like bleeding edge, like niche. Right.
0: So uh, then I like wonder guys. if the whole thing, the whole like schizophrenia thing within this song is kind of talking about that you guys were all teenagers going
1: to like youth camp, camp junkies and stuff. Like we were all junkies, baby.
2: And
0: you were all like That should have been
2: our podcast name, man. Horny teenage <laughs> boys. Now.
0: And like feeling that like weird dichotomy of like you go to church camp and you do this you have this incredible like emotional experience and you then like a week later you're just like you're still like a horny teenage boy and then you feel terrible about it like that whole <laughs> dichotomy of that is wild in fact and and to go back to tj's point i feel like maybe that's what they were going for with this but mm-hmm. it didn't land yeah, like it right. wasn't Like, it's an interesting premise, but it didn't quite deliver on what they
1: were going for. They didn't give it quite as much substance to, like, sell the idea. Well,
0: because I feel
2: like they'll have certain ideas peppered in there that are Mm -hmm. good, but, like, I feel like the rest of the song is just kind of, like, whatever else. Like, I I don't feel like everything is, like, this song is going to be about this idea, and all the lyrics are going to relate to this. Like, it's just, like... Here's an idea I have. I'm gonna also rock the gondola as Sorry, well. Like.
0: Like... We also talked about heads up seven up. Yes.
4: Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> yes, which that actually relates to the theme. That was listen. Right. Yeah. You can have some heady <laughs> ideas, but you're really at the bottom of it. You gotta give the people what they want. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which is heads up seven up.
2: Yeah.
0: Heads up seven up. We all want more heads up seven up.
3: <laughs> guys, <laughs> let's play do. heads up
0: seven up right now. <laughs> okay. Right now. I don't remember how to play. Me neither. I just, <laughs> I don't I just, I just made all lay down and give a thumbs
3: up. <laughs> TJ committed immediately, and I. He did. That. I'm still TJ playing. Here for it. TJ Are is still, still a still youth playing? camp junkie,
2: man. TJ, yeah, T- I pick I got it bad. Is that do you pick and throw seven up? I don't remember. I don't remember how you play it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you just uh, you
1: throw seven up at people.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it.
2: Pretty that's sure that's it. That's a very youth yeah, group just
1: thing. Just
0: throw seven up at people. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, we got anything else to say about Schizophreniac? Sweet. Let's move on to track number nine, Said the Sun to the Shine.
1: (laughs) 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 Guys, they're trying to do Oasis.
0: Yeah, I, I can hear it. Okay, there's only two tracks left, so is this anyone's favorite song? We all have the same favorite song. Everyone whose favorite song it is, hold on. Everyone whose favorite song it is, raise your hand at the count of three. One, two,
1: three. Oh,
3: no. Oh, damn. Okay, Island
1: raised his hand for the listeners that can't see Shit.
3: All right. Well, I (laughs) fucked it up, guys. I just, I quit.
0: (laughs) You guys all have the best, the same favorite song. <laughs> Gosh, this does feel like youth group all over again. Oh no, <laughs> it's a good song. Why is this
2: your favorite song, Kylan? I think this is the best chorus. Yes.
1: i exactly that's what I've it got it a whole thing me. about this one. It sounds like audio adrenaline. The
2: rest of the song isn't much of a song, I feel like, but the chorus is so good. Yep.
0: Also, what other song is going to talk about
1: parhelians? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> or it's say true. the
0: word the the phrase "luminary wizard."
1: That Yeah, no, <laughs> lyrically, this might be the more fun. This is the best Newsboy song solid. that was never written. Yeah, like this one is like, to me, it has the most like weird ideas thrown in, but it's still kind of like See, now I solid. just feel like it you accomplishes... guys are patronizing
0: me because it's my favorite song and you guys all no. feel bad. No, no, no. <laughs> no I
2: think it's. A... No, this was my favorite on like my yeah, first no, I think
1: this is like two or three for me. It's like it's top
3: three for sure, without a doubt.
2: Yeah, I'm between this and the other one.
3: So I thought this song was. I'm surprised this was your favorite, Kyla, not because of the way that it sounds, but it's just I felt like it went on too long, and I feel like you're really sensitive about songs <laughs> dragging on.
4: Yeah, um,
3: and it just true. feels like this. It's not that long. It's just they don't really do anything with it. They just repeat the same but pattern over was, and over.
0: This was a real mop bop of a song because I I listened yeah. to this while I was cleaning <laughs> my house, and like nice. this is a perfect like house cleaning song. And yeah, it's the first real like interesting use of acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. On the record, mm-hmm. with some like weird like like Hammond B three organ thrown in there, yep. and guys, we haven't talked about the the piano on this record, like yep. all the super jazzy like rose cool synth
1: sounds. Yep, that's all in jazzy here. Rhodes. It's
0: so good. Yeah, it's so good.
1: Yeah, Paul's speaking of luminary wizards. Paul's a wizard with with the synthesizer or any key instrument, like not just. Like, like performance, like performance-wise, like he's an amazing player, but he's also like a brain. He's like a mad scientist with with um, synthesizer technology. He invented an instrument. We'll we'll get into that on another episode, I'm sure. But just to say, yeah, we should we should talk about it. It's it's been great. I've enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. Well, and they also do a
1: lot of like borrowed, unexpected chords. Exactly. It's super jazzy.
2: There's a lot of really cool music theory yes. happening on this record, and so this one has like. That chord, I did not expect, but I was like, I grew to really like it. At first, I was like, oh, when the chorus hit, I was like, all right, cool. Finally, like a more, like, expected chord mm-hmm. progression. But then they throw that at you, and you're like, oh, this is weird,
1: but I like yeah. it. And that's that's a, a tactic that you'll see in Mute Math's discography as well that's used more effectively over the course of that right. band's lifetime. But it's great to see it here. Kind of going back to what I was saying before, like, this, this is... A big sort of proto Mute Math moment. If y'all know the song "You Are Mine," which is on Mute Math's self-titled album from 2006, this feels like it was trying to be, or would someday become "You Are Mine" on oh, on that album. That's cool. Like when I heard this, I was like, "Oh, they're doing what they figured out later. Like they're still figuring it out. They're working through the ideas." Well, you
0: know? w- since this is my favorite song, that gives me more hope for. Listening to Mew Math. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Same. I mean, I, I, you really got me wanting to go explore Mew Math discography because I just completely missed them, as aforementioned.
1: Yeah.
0: Kind of the same. So it's good stuff. Uh, Okay, well, guys, let's move on to everyone else's favorite (laughs) song. Did you say everything
2: you
1: I wanted guess, to
0: say? I guess. I don't know, man. Though? Yeah, it's I don't, fine. Man, what a bummer. It's fine. Mean, <laughs> it's, it's all right. You guys are like... I, I really do like feel like one. I'm at youth camp. The year that I lost my glasses on the first day, and I couldn't do anything but sit by the lake and cry for seven days <laughs> while everyone else played Ultimate Frisbee and went on Blood. the blob, but I couldn't see for shit, so I just had to like cry and then hold an Adventures in Odyssey novelization super close to my face and not do anything because everyone else already formed a group of fun club without me
1: look catching a disc and you know touching down in front of all your greatest friends is a pretty sweet feeling but like getting a fictional malt at wit's end is also a really great feeling yeah but imagine doing that completely
0: legally blind And as a child, all right? No, don't patronize me. Let's move on to track number 10, the last track, Sky Flashings.
4: The blessings in front of
3: us. This song rules. I love this song. This had song. the worst snare this song sound. Is great. Though. Of all oh, of them on the record. So?
0: Yes, this is the one that's straight up a garbage
3: can. Sure, I'll give you that yeah okay it's good more, thank to, you thank to you to me this guys. is more All like right a now snare. i'm gonna go to the no.
0: bathroom you guys just have fun in your little youth group club enjoying <laughs> talking about sky flashings i'm over it i quit
1: and and this is where the listeners can um fully acknowledge that kylan's favorite bits are are angry cranky bits he loves them he's so he good did. at them
2: oh yeah he's having a great time right now <laughs>
3: i uh pretending to be mad i seriously love this song as a closer song on the record because i feel like it kind of sums up Mm -hmm. a lot of the ideas that they were getting at the rest of the record and Mm. it kind of also has this kind of forlorn sound that's summing up like god holding this weird universe they've been singing about for the entire record yep and i can't remember who it was on the podcast that loves whenever they use the album Album name and a song. Is that you, Josh? That's yeah, Josh.
2: Is me the one of the best crack.
3: uses of like the album name and a song? I think it sounds super cool when they say Kaleidoscope Superior. Awesome. Yes.
2: Yeah, because we're like Kaleidoscope Superior is a weird like album title to fit into a song mm-hmm. organically. Yep.
1: But they do it well. They do. And I think it's to their credit of like the weird kind of amorphous like mishmash of lyricism like in a lot of ways or over the course of the album we talked about how it doesn't work i feel like when you the premise of your album is we do that when you land the plane with pulling off the performance the vocal performance it takes a miracle kaleidoscope superior it's even a false rhyme but it lands your your bit worked like your concept worked when 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 you've got a bunch of like goofy Lyrics all across your album. But then you get to like play with these weird elemental ideas and kind of stick the landing lyrically. That's why this is my favorite song. This did
0: feel like, like of all the weird kind of abstract metaphorical lyricism that they were going for on the record. This did feel like the finished version of that. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well said.
3: Yeah. I get serious vibes like from the chorus of the song. I think it's really pretty. And I think. Pretty yes. is not something you can apply to a lot of the rest of this record. Creative, abstract, strange, yes. But I think it's a really pretty chorus. And they they yeah. struck a chord there. Well, and I
2: think a lot of the songs for me were either like, I really like the verse of this song, but I don't like the choruses or vice versa. But here, I like all of yep. it. Agreed. So it just all comes together yeah. super well.
1: It feels more holistic. They figured yeah. out. Like,
2: and I love it as a, t- as a closing track yeah. on the yep. record. It's
0: so long though, guys.
2: Which makes it, yeah, which makes it even more impressive that they didn't make it a title track to be like, "This is the Kaleidoscope Superior of Kaleidoscope Superior." Yeah, they really but buried it. They're like, "We're gonna call it Sky
3: Flashing. I
1: which is also a cool song too. title. Yeah, it's like they, It kind
2: of also follows thematically "Sun to the Shine" and "Parhelion" and stuff mm-hmm. like that.
3: Yeah, a little bit of the like astronomy, universe, yeah. stars. I tell you, they and... were not
0: wanting for like concepts
3: on this record. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: <A> Jam packed. <laughs> <again. laughs> I don't know. I hate this song. It's the worst, but I'm glad you guys like it or whatever. <laughs> okay. We're no, just all wrong. No, that's not true. Sorry, I just sorry feel we bad. didn't invite you I to know. the favorite song
2: party, Kylan.
3: I just vibed so hard. I don't hard. think
2: we've ever had where we we all had the same favorite song
1: on a rec- I thought maybe I, we have. I just can't I thought you think guys, guys all any. agreed on
3: Capo. Oh. No. Well,
1: didn't we all like Kylan and TJ love Pirate Boots. Oh, yeah, we did. What was the on the DC talk?
0: Well, Free at Last. I think we all uh, loved Free At yeah. Last. That was yeah. our favorite song. That was it. That was it. But you yep. still flopped that record though, TJ. That's true, I did. <laughs> it's wild, like looking through the records that we have like triple bopped. It's yeah. like <laughs> so <laughs> weird. Just we're just uh
2: Will this be another one? I don't see Who it. Who knows? But I guys, wonder, we're at the end. I wonder. We
0: so now it. it is time. You know, before we give our final flopper bop uh, verdicts, do we have any uh, general wrapping up thoughts? You know, I, I feel like I'm in a wheel within a wheel. I feel like I just did this at the beginning. but
3: I don't know if you want to do this before or after the flopper bops, but I did have an alt track listing. Is that before or Ooh, after?
0: Let's do go. It. Do it now.
3: Now, OK, Ooh, let's do it. Um, I think the ordering of this album was tragic. I think it was really bad and I would like to reorder <laughs> it. So let's hear it kind of going from the concept album route. I do think this album is about revelation and it's about Jesus coming back and sort of dreaming mm-hmm. towards that future. So I want to open the album with Do You Enjoy the Distortion? Kind of bringing oh, cool. in the millennium a kind of That's like great. slow, methodical right. intro Ooh. to the record. And then a couple rock bangers. So against the grain. After that, really high energy. One time after that, also really high energy rock banger. Track three. That's a great spot. Yeah. I like one. I like one time. Yes, track three. Yeah. I think that's so where you good. throw like some of the best like singles. Is like let's mm-hmm. bury it a little bit. Yep. Let's, let's let's not yep. burn. Track it three is usually the best spot yeah. for a single. Yep. Yeah.
2: I also like i I also like you putting. A song that has a question. Do you enjoy the distortion? It's track one. Yeah, I like nice. that. Opening up the record with yeah, a question. Like, do You enjoy this? Yeah. Now we're going
3: into it. Yeah. So I think those three songs kind of create the first like section of the album. And then you move into a really a more like nihilistic perspective mm-hmm. with Osmosis mm-hmm. Land. Uh, uh, you nice. kind of start okay. to critique the world that we've moved into in the millennium where mm-hmm. people are starting to do things that we don't agree with, getting self-absorbed, kind of sharing dumb ideas with each other.
1: <laughs> then you're really learning you, a
3: lot about Hoog right now as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably projecting a little bit here, guys. And then you move into Wheel, where you kind of get into that like repetitive, just you know, doing the same thing over and over again. When and is. God yeah. is in the mix somewhere, but it doesn't really make exactly a lot of sense where He is.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: then we kind of drop into like complete nihilism with schizophrenic, Sch- schizophrenic, schizophrenic, mm. schizophrenic, yeah. yeah. where you kind of like yeah. bottom out with the nihilism. Uh, but also still in that kind of heavy, high-energy music. Mm-hmm. And then we move into the resolution phase of the album with White Horse, where you start to see visions of Christ coming back, um, okay. kind of bring it down energy-wise a little bit, start to see Jesus coming. You have said the, what's what the name of the song? Said the Sun to the Shine. Said the, shine, the sun, sun to the Shine. To the shine. Um, but you cut it in half because it's too long. So kind of as like a an interlude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Guyland. <Galen. laughs> <laughs> you put that song in as an interlude <laughs> and then you close that with Sky Flashings as they have it on the record. And wow, you okay. do not have wonder anywhere in the record because it's a bad song. <laughs> oh, you cut wonder? <laughs> I didn't okay. even... No, well, no cut, cut so that song.
0: Who, okay, you know what I love about your alternate track list of this record is the story that you have composed through this is the plot of The Matrix.
3: Yes! (laughs) I know! I know!
0: 100%! Neo's on the white horse. Like like you could just map on characters from The Matrix into into this alternate
1: track list and you just
0: have The Matrix and I'm here for it.
1: Turn The Matrix into a musical written by EarthSuit. And Fuck, you guys, I'm, I'm gonna that. watch the Matrix tonight. Do it.
0: Who else is gonna watch Matrix tonight? Raise your hand if you're gonna watch the Matrix tonight. Well, it's <laughs> no, mid
1: in DC, so I'm not well, watching Matrix tonight. Oh, you don't want to do uh, that, buddy.
0: Uh, I know. Yeah, let's have
2: Kylan read this one again. <laughs> Just me.
0: I'm gonna watch Matrix Resurrections because that is my favorite Matrix movie. That's a movie. great
1: movie. Yeah, I feel like that's what we're gonna catch the most flack about from this episode. Is both Maybe. of those...
0: <laughs> uh, Sweet, dude. I love that alternate track list, I think yeah, I like that. I like I that do too. more than.
2: I'm a little hurt you cut Wonder, but yeah, I love the narrative that you like have yeah. and the reasoning for the. Exactly. For I'll, the I'll take the
0: narrative and musical peaks and valleys. Like, I, yeah. I'm okay with getting rid of Wonder because of that. It works dynamically. I couldn't fit it in.
3: I tried, yeah. couldn't do it.
2: Well, and then you have like, it's like a, you have three, three, yep. and three, right? Each act has three songs to it. So it's yep.
3: balanced. Rule of threes. Yeah. Like that.
0: Okay. So. Uh, before we do our final flopper bop verdicts, who I want to go back to your predictions for for yes. us, and I want to hear your reasoning uh, behind why you thought we would all flip.
3: Yeah, so starting with you, Kylan, um, I thought that you would bop it because it does have a generally high energy, and I think. Going on the vibe guy spectrum, I think there's a lot of hooks for you to catch on to. It's very 90s, and I feel like you like 90s alt rock. Um, So I feel like it kind of speaks to you in a lot of ways. So I thought purely based off that, lyrics aside, I thought you would really just enjoy the way the, the album sounds. Josh, I thought would bop it. I think... Again, I I feel like what might derail this is your attention to detail and like your production focus because I don't I don't. To be fair, Josh's attention
0: to detail derails everything I ever try to do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like you would like it just because I feel like you do. Bop a lot of albums that are kind of like canned rock songs, you know, like we're doing some chaos, but they are like just short and to the point rock, Christian rock. And a lot of creativity Mm. in the mix. So I feel like it's got a lot of the like chaos and creativity that you like, but canned in a very like capped off record. Uh, TJ, Mm, I I feel like you were decently negative about the whole idea of like the reggae rock thing in the first half of this album. Mm. Sorry, the first half of this podcast. And I feel like that's going to be a little bit, I I feel like that's going to be a huge negative for you listening to the record. I don't think you're going to like it. I think it's going to cancel out some of the stuff that you do like about it. And I feel like you're going to flop it.
0: Interesting. Okay. Wow. Thanks for concluding Therapy GMs now and leading (laughs) us in our group therapy (laughs)
3: sessions. Now, proceed to prove me wrong Uh, on every. Okay. All right. So, what's
0: the order we want to do this in? How do we want to do these flopper bops? Josh, tell us.
2: Okay. Who needs to go either second or third? I feel like one of us has to start out and then have our guests go second or third. I think I want.
0: TJ. Last. Okay. So.
2: How about Kylan? <laughs> Kylan, me. Who Perfect. TJ. I love it. Okay. So. How about that.
0: Okay. <laughs> Josh, you've learned over fifty, however many episodes of this, that I should not go last. Um. Because. I, <laughs> yeah, that was really smart. That was good producing putting me first.
2: <laughs> no, I just think I I think I feel like TJ is the wild yeah. card on this one. You you are the wild card in <laughs> general, but I think yeah. TJ, I think, has the most ability That's to true. surprise. That's on this, true. On That's this true. Okay, so the best Guys,
0: uh, drum roll. I'm going to add a drum roll sound effect right here. It's a bop for me, man. Yes. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Right, who? Who gets one for one, one baby. <laughs> uh, and kind of for the reasons that Hook said, man. Yes. Like, <laughs> Dang. Like, I had a lot of problems with this record, but I was somehow just able to like hook into the like late 90s, like pre-Y2K cyberpunk thing, and kind of move past the the reggae stuff. In my alternate track list, I would a hundred percent cut uh Osmosis Land, but I get why you put it in there. I just kind of like vibed with it. It was a mop bop for me, man. I've been cleaning my house, getting ready for spring and it's good. Just music to kind of put on in the background. The production blew me away. Hmm. Um, I mostly had problems with the vocal performance and the, the melody choices that he had for a lot of the songs just so went against the grain of what I expected but this would be a stone cold bop if it was all instrumental. I will say that. And I wish more bands would just come out with like instrumental versions of their records. Uh,
1: So, yeah, that's it for me, man. Can I ask you a question about of that? Yeah. So, like, if you let's say we could we could remake this album and, you know, it might it might be Kaleidoscope Superior Est. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but if if it were gonna be Kylan's Kaleidoscope Superior, would and and but it but not instrumental, right? We've gotta keep the vocals, we've gotta keep the lyrics, like that can't change. But say you could pick either Paul or Adam to be the the only vocalist, which which one would you pick?
0: So <laughs> I was reticent to admit this earlier in the record. I didn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, I think
2: most of it. Most of it's Paul. I A would lot say, of right? Paul on this yeah. record.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I d- I,
1: I couldn't you tell you who is who. A great example would be the the line the religion uh, suffocation.
0: <laughs> okay, who is that?
1: That's Adam. That's Adam for sure. Okay, Adam's the
2: one
0: time. One, one time.
2: time in Paul's a, everybody, everybody. I think I'm more of a
0: Paul guy. I think I'm more
2: of a Paul guy. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Thank you for that. So
2: you're saying Paul's kaleidoscope superior, Peter Adams kaleidoscope inferior. inferior. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> on the Kylan <laughs> scope superior on the album, scale, I would yeah. have. Uh, All right. I would cool. have Paul maybe. <laughs> Thank Adam's you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's where I am. Josh, what about you? I
2: let's come out and say it. I'm going to bop it.
0: Woo! Yes. Hoog <laughs>
2: is two for
1: yes, two. Yes, two for two. two. Let's go. Okay. Oh my God. He's, 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 I He's can't looking go- good. Hoog <laughs> is like a luminary wizard or something. I know. <laughs> yeah, like he knows that's us. So it's like he's known us
2: <laughs> for so many so years. Okay, so this record is kind of like, kind of mid for me. Like, there wasn't a ton that I was like, I had a hard time picking a favorite song because I was like, Right. I like parts of this song and I like parts of this song, but none yeah, of them are like this is I the like. song for me. Yes, like yeah, there's no overall like that. Um, so and obviously there's some like lyrics and stuff like that you can kind of like make fun of and whatnot. And but I found more of it interesting than not interesting. And so like this isn't a record that I'm like like oh yeah this is gonna be in my rotation and stuff like that. But I'm like I'll probably like. I enjoyed it more than I, like, had a hard time listening to it or something like that. So uh, there's more, I think, to come back to and more to enjoy. And just, I did also just enjoy, like, because I've known about this record for my whole life, I guess, but never listened to it. So it was also cool just kind of filling in that piece of CCM history of, like, oh, I've now experienced and dove into this record. put on your earth suit. Yeah, I put on that myer suit and I went to Osmosis Land. And did you read the book though? Some, That's the real question. The book of Osmosis. Did you read land? the book? That is the
1: that is the real question. No,
2: no. Oh yeah, the myer suit. Yeah, yeah. A, I that read the children's, children's book, book and it really gave me a lot of context. <laughs> uh, really opened my eyes to all that this album had to offer. So <laughs> it yeah, So it's not like so it's not like a over the Plato line rim. bop. It's like a pretty like mid like. I'm right in the middle, but I'm, I fall more on the bop side,
1: so
0: I'm bopping it.
2: Jonathan Hugendorn,
0: wow. you just have our number,
3: man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm a true fan. All right, <laughs> I am. I am keeping. I have an Excel file on each one of you guys.
0: That's a real Josh move. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's kind of intimidating.
0: Okay, all right, who? Where? Where are you
3: at? Uh, yeah. So my answer is pretty similar to Josh's. Uh, I will bop this record it's a real close one um it's funny because like a couple days ago i was talking to my wife about it and she was asking like what i was gonna do i was like i don't know probably probably flop this one because like 40 percent of it i really don't like the songs that i kind of pointed out like more of those reggae soft rock vibes i really don't like it however on a second listen and then like a half third listen i came to appreciate some of those goofier songs a lot more um and when i reorder the songs in the way that i preferred i realized mm. that i think it was just largely out of order and i think that on top of everything i have to like th- the thing that got it over the line for me was really the fact that this when this album came out and in the industry that it came out in i have a lot of respect for because like that was a really boring a period big swing. for christian music yeah it was yeah. a big mm-hmm. swing at the time it's so true It really was like, yeah, you had a couple outliers um, that kind of like set the standard, but um, it was a big swing. It was a really weird record in an industry that does not like to do weird stuff. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that it came out. I feel like these guys as musicians took a big swing and they really like put their hearts into it. Did it, did it come to fruition every single time, every single song? No, but I really enjoyed listening to this record with a couple exceptions. Yeah, definitely like a right. midline bop for me, but I crossed the finish line. I like it. Right. Three bops okay. so far. And,
2: but Hoog predicted a flop for TJ. So we'll see. Three
1: bops. Okay. Mm, <laughs> uh, yes. So three yes. bops and two proper guesses from Hoog.
0: Yeah, that's true. The that's true. All right. So is he going to get the hat trick? TJ, where did you land on this record? Was it a flop or a bop? Either yeah. way, it's a Could, win. It's a
1: win either way. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) I agree with a lot of things that have been said already, so I won't belabor any of those points. But I, unlike the three of y'all, have way more context and nostalgia attached to math. Okay? Hmm. So because that's the lens, the kaleidoscopic lens that I'm viewing earth suit through my assessment is going to be quite a bit different i i love mute math i'm an unapologetic mute math fan and i really really enjoyed getting to go through what components turned into mute math and <laughs> they and witness the things that got sloughed off
0: never have i like <laughs> more Wanted a flop. I'm just like I'm so excited. He's gonna pull a butt here at the end. I know. Like, I know he is. I, I he is. love this album.
1: I love this tension. I'm on the <laughs> edge album. of my seat. Kyland, this is how you are you talking feel. so slow, TJ. Oh my god, <laughs> driving me crazy. Let's see if I can speak even.
0: I'm just. I'm just gonna double this in the edit. It's just gonna be this... twice
1: as fast. So no, you guys. I just figured it out. This is a funk mouth, yeah, because t- I am funking t- y'all ya, up with my mouth right now. Yeah, you're gonna t- bootcha. You're gonna bootcha. <laughs> okay, so I have to flop this record. Oh,
4: oh.
1: yes, oh. yes. I did it, and it's God. You you got the hat trick. Paper.
0: He does. He's got our number, man. I like. I I don't know what to do with this information. I've never oh. this crazy. Okay. I've have, I've have,
1: This
3: okay, feels like AI g- but we've scarier. all I mean <laughs> yes. At this
0: point now I've been married for six years and have never felt more seen than right now.
3: Kylan, I'm your wife now. I'm sorry to tell you.
0: <laughs> Canonically in CJ history
3: someone from now it.
0: on, whenever I talk about my wife on the podcast, I'm talking about I'm
1: talking about you. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Oh uh, my God. Wow, right. you but, flopped but, it. Okay. But
1: listen, okay. So but just to, to bring it back, so I I I'm very similar to Josh, where like there was a lot I didn't like and a lot I liked. Um I'm similar to I think Kyle and well, y'all all said there are parts to the songs um that that I liked. There are parts of the songs that I couldn't stand. And so because maybe sixty percent of the song was something I'd really disliked. I couldn't bop a record that that had parts of songs that I kind of liked. But it when it's like a 40, 60 or like a 30, 70, maybe like that just doesn't make sense to me to bop it. Now, I love your point, Hoog, about like it being a big swing and it absolutely was. So in line, very much in line with, with you, I appreciate this record's existence because what it leads to is some badass music from Mute Meth later on. And so, like, it's sort of this this prerequisite. Like, it kind of had to exist, and I'm grateful that it exists. And yeah, it it, it took us to some really interesting places. I still think that Ozless is more, so I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna just like double down on that. Uh, And that's that's kind of a big part of why I flopped it too. Is just like throwing so many sonic textures at the wall at the same time does not a good song make in my book. Um, It can. It it didn't this time for me most of the time. Um, but there were so many parts of this album that I loved. So, And this conversation was a stone cold bop. So thank y'all for that. <laughs> oh,
0: for sure. That That's without a doubt. Man, I just... Whew, I feel like I got a rush of adrenaline. When, hey, when are you happened. a youth camp junkie, Kylan? I are am you like a youth camp
1: junkie. I'm feeling that of emotional. CJ, right now?
0: Hey, CJ
2: and Flopper bop junkie.
0: <laughs> oh, I am. That was wild. We need to
2: text Hoog dude. about every record we covered. Like, predict, predict our, predict our verdict. Wow.
0: Yeah. No, we're gonna yeah. have a section now in each episode after this, of Hoog predictions, Hoog predicts.
3: of Hoog the luminary predictions Wizards of yeah. <laughs> I feel like I might ruin my reputation really quickly if we start doing that. But... <laughs> yeah, it's easy to do it once. Yeah, one time, one time, one time, one time, one Good. Uh, I'm a one trick pony good. probably, but one trick yeah, white horse. <laughs> uh, you and me, okay.
0: all right um okay so i think that's gonna be it i don't know who do you want to is there anything you want to plug is there anything you want people to plug, plug, to plug, plug. follow
3: um, or i mean check specifically, out specifically not not really for if me if you're in the dc um, area and
2: you want to go to some metal shows hit hook up yeah <laughs>
3: oh, okay. yeah He's man yeah. yeah dc uh They created hardcore in DC, so if you ever want to go to shows in DC, let me know. We're struggling a little bit in the hardcore metal scene, but uh, we're trying to get it back. No, I guess I would just say I don't have anything to plug for myself, but uh, on that note, go out and see some live music. I guess go pay for shows and buy some merch, and you know buy the band beers or pay for their gas money, whatever. Yeah, Um, I think
0: specifically the band Earthsuit. Go see (laughs) Earthsuit live, everybody. The next chance you get. Good luck.
3: Dude, the <laughs> next time they play live, I will be there. I don't care where I have to fly to. I will go to that okay. show. I, I'm just I glad their old band is getting some recognition.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you Paul? <laughs> okay. So if Earth Suit ever does a reunion show, I'm. Just, let's just make a pact that the four of us and Awkward Pickle are going to go
3: see them live. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Wherever
0: yes. in the United States it is. Yep. We have to.
3: It's probably going to be New Orleans, so I'm here for that. Probably. New Orleans, great. Let's go.
0: All right, so shout out to Awkward Pickle. You can check us out on all the social media <laughs> at Church Jams Now. If you like this, we have more bonus content on Patreon at patreon.com slash Now podcast. Of course, may all your favorite bands stay together. And mm. peace out, my Peace <laughs> my